Ladies and gentlemen, the Undisputed Era, ladies and gentlemen, leading us into an Undisputed Show, ladies and gentlemen, as SummerSlam weekend rolls on, ladies and gentlemen, from the Great White Maple Leaf of Canada, ladies and gentlemen, and we are going to give you the boom this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 202 of Raw Radio, Monday, August the 12th, 2019, I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, with me as always is the human suplex machine, the... Let's just say the Roderick Strong of the Bunches. I am your host, Adam Cole, baby, ladies and gentlemen. However, as we welcome you this afternoon to what should be an action-packed show once again here at Raw Radio. one 562 pounds You can join us right now until 5 o'clock this afternoon. And as I said, folks, we have got a lot to talk about, including TakeOver Saturday night, SummerSlam last night. That saw some big surprises, if you will, and a preview of Monday Night Raw. And as always, we'll start it off with, of course, by saying, as always, we do every day, however, on Mondays, however, my tag team partner, the Human Suplex. Good Mr. afternoon. Ambrose. John, good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon. All right, let's get to TakeOver. I mean, you talk about a crazy night, folks. 13,735 packed into the home of the Raptors Saturday night and saw quite another TakeOver, and we took over the great white Maple Leaf city of Toronto in Canada, the home of our good friend GTS, Gerard T. Smith, who, by the way, will be celebrating a birthday tomorrow. We want to say happy birthday to him early on from all of us here at Raw Radio, as well as the rest of the panel, two top panels, including Michelle Lindard, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, the Ralph Dinkin, El Patel, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, who will be hearing from all these people this afternoon, the last kicker, Amory Rickenbach, and of course, a bunch of merry other men and women along the show as well. John, as I said, take over, we took over Toronto. Actually, Gerard's birthday is Saturday. Oh, it's Saturday? My mistake. Okay, I thought it was Saturday. Yeah, huh? My mistake. Okay, well, we want to say happy birthday to him a little early here, folks, here at Raw Radio. We like to do that here. But as I said, how we took over Toronto, John, and boy, howdy, did we ever take it over with the red, white, and blue, as well as the red, white, and Canada. It was a great weekend in Toronto Saturday night. Indeed it was. Let's talk about it now here, ladies and gentlemen, as we were going to break it down for you individually, however. I usually uh, save this for the uh, after-birthday special. But, John, the big story, of course, on this show, before we break into the matches, of course, was the big main event. Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole 3, the final chapter, and it lived up to everything it was, and then some. And once again, these two guys put on a whale of a main event. Loved it. That was awesome. It was. 
And, of course, Johnny Gargano found afterwards that Triple H and William Regal approached him and said, guess what, kid, you're going to the main roster. Do we see him tonight on Raw? Do we see him tomorrow night on SmackDown? Hell, do we see him next week in St. Paul, Minnesota? We don't know. But Johnny Wrestling is finally here on the main roster, and it's going to be interesting to see what he does here. So with that said, of course, John will talk more about that here, and John will take over the floor for a minute as John will tell us what we got in store for 11 o'clock tonight on FacebookLive.com. John, tell us what we got. Well... Well, what we got in store tonight is a TakeOver and SummerSlam results. Our thoughts yes. on TakeOver and SummerSlam. And yes. also, and also some, uh, and I think that, that's all I got to say. Well, we also got some Raw thoughts, too. I'm sure we got two matches yes, already. and Raw thoughts, too. Yes, yes, we do. And well, we got Raw four folks. matches, I think, advertised. Yes, we do. You're right, John. I've heard two of them so far, but I haven't heard the other two yet. Maybe you can let us know about that. We will expect you to hear more about that throughout the afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, we will talk more about TakeOver and SummerSlam, of course, later this week on the Revolution Network, ladies and gentlemen, 13855 Pound, as well as Wrestling Revisit tomorrow night, 139926. John, GTS, and I will talk about it at 7 o'clock. And at 9 o'clock, we will be back on with Revolution. John will have the first Asian Nation applied to us. GTS and I will have your new headlines for you, as well as Wolfpack, ladies and gentlemen, this coming week, of course, ladies and gentlemen, 138521 Pound begins at 9 p.m. Tomorrow night, folks, will be episode 711. Yes, folks, 711, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be down it up at the 711, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution tomorrow night. Unless 711 was yesterday, and if that was the case, we will be going into 712, ladies and gentlemen. But here we are at episode 202 this afternoon of Rock Radio, ladies and gentlemen. And believe me, we're just getting started. Anyway. As well, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the big story, of course, of the weekend, of course, is what happened at SummerSlam. We'll be talking more about that here in just a little bit. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have much else to report, except we did hear a very sad tragedy did happen, of course, over the weekend here in Pennsylvania. First off in Pennsylvania, former Steelers coach, however, Daryl Drake was found passed away in his sleep yesterday morning at the age of 62 at St. Vincent College in the Trobe. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Steelers nation and family, as well as the friends and family of Mr. Drake. Of course, we do not know yet the cause of death, but our thoughts and prayers are with his friends and family, as well as his team, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers at 62. They found him yesterday morning. And also, tragically, yesterday, sadly, I'm going to report this story, five people apparently perished in an overnight fire hour in Erie, Pennsylvania, two hours north of Pittsburgh. There was one motion, there was one smoke detector in the place, how we understand, and it was a nursery. Five children, we understand, perished. Two or three others were injured due to this fire. Our thoughts and prayers were with those friends and family up there in Erie as well. Just a horrifying, scary, just absolutely traumatic ordeal. Late Saturday night, early yesterday morning. In the meantime, folks, we are now going to go to birthdays and days with John. And when we come back, folks, we're going to start our takeover discussion. Did it live it up to the great hype that it did three years ago in Toronto? Did it absolutely steal the show? We'll let you know as we will have a surprise answer you in just mere moments. So now, let's turn it over to the Human Suplex Machine who has thoughts on what's going on, the birthdays and dates, including a very special birthday yesterday that John will share with us here in just a few moments. John, by all means, go right ahead. Okay. 42 years ago today in Fort Myers, Florida, just as shy of his 24th birthday, a day shy, Hulk Hogan makes his professional wrestling debut against Brian Blair. Yes. Yes, indeed. 
Speaking of debut, 35 years ago today at Georgia Championship Wrestling Tapin in St. Louis, Missouri, Sylvester Ritter, a.k.a. the Junkyard Dog, made his WWE debut with a quick victory over Max Blue. Yes. Uh, 27 years ago today in Tokyo, Japan, Big Van Vader defeated Riki Chushu to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. And speaking of Japan, John, real quick, I want to congratulate Kota Ayabushi for winning the G1 Supercard mm. earlier this morning, ladies and gentlemen, as he held off, I believe it was either Juice Robinson or Zack Sabre Jr. to win that tournament. Yep. 23 years ago today, WCW presents Hogwild from a Sturgis motorcycle rally in Sturgis, South Dakota. About 5,000 were in attendance which won two 20,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Hmm. Yep. Uh, the match had Hollywood Hogan defeating the Giant to win the WCW World Heavyweight title. Yes. Okay. Hogan spray-painted the WCW World title belt and made it the NWO title belt. Yes, he did. Yeah. All right, 22 years ago today in Nagao, Japan, Shinjiro Otani defeated El Samurai to win the J-Crown. Yes, and of course, Shinjiro Otani, of course, also fought Eddie Guerrero at the WCW New Japan Starcade Best of Seven Series, if you remember, in Nashville, and had a good match yep. with Eddie that year in 95. 21 years ago today on on two main wrestling programs, three championships changed hands. The first one was Lex Luger defeating Bret Hart to win the WCW United States Championship, and Chris Jericho beat Stevie Ray to win the WCW World Television title. Yes. On Raw's War from Omaha, Nebraska, Kane and Mankind defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker, The Rock and D'Lo, and the New Age Outlaws to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Yes. And also, this episode is best remembered for a cameo appearance by John Wayne Bobbitt. And I remember this episode vaguely. Oh, yes. I remember this, too. You're right. Yes, this, this indeed. This when, uh, when Val Venus last week almost had, had his, uh, I don't want to say it here. Uh, Let's just say uh, a very special place, shall I say. Let's yeah, had a hat. Had a special place chopped off, but well, yeah, was, well, nearly chopped off, but yes, that's that's just leave it at that. Yes, right. Stayed intact. Yes. <laughs> and John Wayne had that same thing too back in 1993, which was uh-huh. not far from which was not far from my neck of the woods, which is oh, the Nashville. Cool. Oh yes, that's right. Okay. Um, 17 years ago today, WWE presented Global Warning from Colonial Stadium in Melbourne, Australia. Yes. (laughs) All right. 15 years ago today in Des Moines, Iowa, Christian defeated Booker T to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. The title change was never televised. The emergency title change was made as Booker T was suffering a back injury and needed time off. Oh. Okay. 
Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Okay. Happy 39th birthday to former WWE superstar, former WWE Intercontinental Champion, and former NXT Season 1 winner, Wade Barrett. Yes. Yep. And a uh, happy 62nd birthday to Typhoon, Cosmo, yep. or the Shockmaster. Yes, indeed. The Shockmaster. Yes. And uh, do we have any birthdays for the 10th of August? Uh, we do. We have a couple more. Yes, happy 43rd birthday to the angry Amish chicken warrior himself from ECW, Amish Roadkill. And happy 55th birthday to former WWE wrestler, however, Savio Bacon, celebrating a 55th birthday on Saturday. Nice. We, did ha- we did have some very special, unique birthdays, and John will tell us about those right now. Today. Okay. All right. 29 years ago today, the American, the AWA ran its final television taping ever at the Rochester Civic Center in Rochester, Minnesota. Um, let's see. 20, uh, 28 years ago today in Tokyo, Japan, uh, Masaru Chino defeated Kiji Mutu in the final match to win the 1991 G1 Climax Tournament. Uh, 22 years ago today on Raw's War from Biloxi, Mississippi, Ravishing Rick Rude returned to the WWE as Shawn Michaels' insurance policy. Yes. I think that's what started the Generation X. I believe you're correct yeah. Yep. 17 years ago today in Tokyo, Japan, Masharo Chono defeated Yoshihiro Takayama in the finals to win the 2001 G1 Climax Tournament. Yes. 15 years ago today in the NWA TNA Weekly Pay-Per-View from Nashville, Tennessee, Petey Williams last eliminated Amazing Red won a 22-man gauntlet for the gold for the TNA X Division Championship. Yes. Eleven years ago today on Raw from Richmond, Virginia, Legacy defeated Batista and John Cena to regain the World Tag Team Championship. Now, uh, eight years ago today, Alan Scott Ledoux died from complications of ALS at the age of 62. Yes. Yep. Um, let's see. What else? Um, yes, Hulk Hogan turns uh, 65, turns 65, so happy birthday to him. No, wait, no, yep. 66. So happy birthday to him. Yep. The big 666. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not talking about a devil, neither. No, you're not. And uh, anyone besides Hulk Hogan? Yes. Uh, happy 62nd birthday to a guy who we just recently had on Wolfpack, the manager of champions, the man who always called it right down the middle. Oh, yes, yes. Bill Alfonso. 62 yesterday. 
believe it or not, in turn. Yes, happy birthday to him. I sent him a birthday greeting. And also, John, it was seven years ago today, we lost former Maple Leaf wrestling announcer, Roland Redback Dean. We used to call him Maple Leaf wrestling Seven years ago today, we lost Redback Dean. Let us go now to Monday. Alright. Alright. We want to remind you that the outside the world will talk about the latest politics, movies, and sports this Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. 14138 join John, myself, and Mr. WCW. We will have a lot to talk about there. Go ahead. Alright, 36 years ago today, Saturn Sayama, the original Tiger Mask, calls it a career at just age 25, citing his dislike for backstage politics as the reason. But his retirement did not last long. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else? 31 years ago today in Los Angeles, California, Owen Hart and Kurt Hennig both made their WWE television debut. Wow. Yeah. Um, 27 years, 27 years ago today in Tokyo, Japan, Mashiro Chino defeated Rick Rude in the final match to win the G1 Climax Tournament and the vacated NWA World Heavyweight Championship. I think this was his last ring in appearance, I think, if I remember correctly, too, because of his back issue. Well, All right, that same day in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Johnny Hot Body defeated Larry Winters to become the first ever ECW television champion. Hmm. 22 years ago today on WCW Saturday Night Station in Colorado Springs, Colorado, Chris Jericho defeated Alex Wright to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. 12 years ago today, TNA presented Hard Justice from the Impact Zone at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. This was the only ever TNA match for the former Test, better known to you all as Andrew Martin. Okay... So, happy 47th birthday to the man that's back in the WWE and former ESPN commentator, Jonathan Coachman. Yes. Happy 54th birthday to Dr. Wagner Jr. Yes. Koji Kitio turns 56. Who's that? Koji Kitio. Okay. And uh, happy 63rd birthday to the Red ro- 64th birthday bleh, to the Red Rooster. Yes, terrific Terry Taylor, formerly of the York Foundation, and of course Mid South fame as well. Yes, indeed. Happy birthday to Terry Taylor, indeed. Yep. All right. All right. Thank you very much, Sean. And before we give you the number, we want to remind you that this Wednesday on Outside the Ropes, we'll talk about the latest politics, movies, and sports, including Hobbs and Shaw once again taking over the number one spot with a $20 million weekend, however, not a good weekend for it, however, despite the fact that many people thought the kitchen with Tiffany had oh, some of oh. I got some news. 
Oh, and before we get into that right now, John does have some breaking news coming into the studio right now. Let's turn it back to right. tell us right now. This just, this just came from Paul Heyman's Twitter. All right. He said, my clock, Brock Lesnar, and I have been apprised. No rematch will be granted against WWE's Universal Heavyweight Champion, Seth Rollins. We find this decision to be arbitrary and patently unfair. Hmm, interesting. Well, let's get into that real quick before we talk about TakeOver. But before I talk about TakeOver, I want to, I was saying, as I was saying earlier, we'll talk about that in a second, John. Uh, we did hear reports, however, that one of the movies that came out this weekend, sorry, Melissa McCarthy and Tiffany Ash, known as The Kitchen, about Hell's Kitchen, mind you, did not debut very well at all. In fact, it really was a very weak $5 million this weekend. It did not open. Uh, I'm going to get something to drink, and I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is what happened. Of course, Hobbs and Shaw did hold off the Lion King, of course, and also, believe it or not, once upon a time in Hollywood to remain number one for the second week in a row. But as John said, ladies and gentlemen, we did hear some breaking news just moments in, from a moment ago from Paul Heyman's Twitter. We will get talked about that in just a moment. John returns to the line. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you that these two matches have been signed for tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as far as Monday Night Raw goes. As was announced last week, it will be the show-off. Dolph Ziggler trying to pick up what was left of his broken poem body, however, last night from the man himself, former the champion, Bill Goldberg. He will take on his former good friend, the A-lister, The Miz, tonight. And ladies and gentlemen, for the tag team titles, it will be John's girl, Alexa Bliss, and Nikki Cross, the tag team champions, taking on the Kabuki Warriors of Charlie Sane and Asuka tonight, ladies and gentlemen, in a tag team blockbuster. The question is, will Paige be there? We understand Paige has had another neck injury. We do not know if she will be at ringside with her girls tonight, but she has already said that she plans on being there and maybe holding off surgery at least this week, hour until after the show is over tonight. But of course, we will keep up with that. The page later this week, she will be celebrating her birthday. So kind of a rough week for the uh, former NXT Women's Champion, however, the somewhat scream queen herself, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Paige. Let's see if John has returned to the line now. John, are you back with us? Okay, John is still out and about, ladies and gentlemen. We want to remind you that also coming up today, ladies and gentlemen, at some point, we will be talking a little college football, college football season just around the corner, just a few weeks from now. We will give you our early thoughts on what team or team could be ready to watch out for as we break it down for you a little bit. Last week, we talked a little bit of the NFL. Of course, the NFL preseason beginning a week ago. John's boys taking a hard one on the chin last week by the Cleveland Browns, 30-10, to 10, however. The big story, of course, speaking of the NFL, is what's been happening with Antonio Brown, of course, and Dak Prescott. Antonio Brown continue to cry foul. Now with the league saying he is going to retire if he does not get a helmet his way. However, he, of course, made that statement late last Friday and over the weekend. The question is, will he be uh, staying with the Oakland Raiders? For the rest okay, of the I'm back. Finally hanging up. Okay, John, thank you very much. We'll be back with you in just a second. But as I was saying, folks, however, the story about Antonio Brown is how will he get his way? Will he absolutely find a way to get a loophole in his favor? Will he find a way to have to play by the by the NFL? Will he not get his way? We'll have to wait and see. And then, of course, the other big story in the NFL, just announced earlier today on uh, ESPN First Take, we understand Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott has refused a $30 million contract extension with the Cowboys. Now, you know what I've said over the last few weeks about the Cowboys and Dak, folks. I mean, this is absolutely ludicrous that Dak is not taking the offer. I think it's absolutely asinine. The question is, however, will he get a big raise, or will he have to stay at the same, at least until he gets a new raise, if at all? Well, we'll let you know about here in just a 
over for John. Let's talk about the Paul Heyman issue quickly before we break down TakeOver. Uh, we saw what happened last night. We know that Heyman and Lesnar, I'm sure, were missed about what happened at the end of last night's show, Summer Scam, if you will, or Summer Slam, whatever you want to call it, Howard. I have to ask you, what are your thoughts about Paul Heyman's comments on Twitter here today? Uh, I really don't have a comment on that. Well, I'm going to have a comment to say about here shortly, folks. I and mean, you can bet I'm going to have a little bit of a breaker of the ice, if you will, at the same time. But we'll talk more about that here in just a little bit. But let's get into TakeOver now, ladies and gentlemen, and tell you what happened. As John will and I will break it down for you, X's and O's here, and give you our thoughts before we turn it over to SummerSlam. Again, we told you, 13,735 packed the ACC, the Scotiabank Arena, the Air Cancer, whatever you want to call it, Saturday night. It was quite a show. And with that said, let's tell you what happened on the show. The first match of the night, John, of course, was a warm-up match. The Forgotten Sons, of course, was Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler with Jackson Riker, of course, took on Brizongo, Tyler Breeze and Bandango back together again in NXT, and as a result, Brizongo, uh, well, let's just say left the Forgotten Sons tower uh, in the dust, if you will, no pun intended, and Breeze passed him. Your thoughts about this one? Good match. Yes, indeed, and of course, we do not have a time on this match, by the way, just to let you know. Also, ladies and gentlemen, our next match, however, in the pre-show was Jordan Miles. Of course, Jordan Miles, you know, from Austin, Texas, 31 years old, 5'9", 200 pounds, coming to us from, of course, the independent scene, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of Ring of Honor, ladies and gentlemen, as well as Impact Mexico and Japan, 5'9", 200 pounds. He made his pro debut at the age of in February of 2007. He is now 31 years old, ladies and gentlemen. He, of course, took on Cameron Grimes, of course, Cameron Grimes, 25 years old, Six foot two twenty from Cameron, North Carolina. Mr. WCW's neck of the woods near there, shall we say. He, of course, was trained by the Hardys, if you will. He has wrestled in Pro Wrestling Gorilla as well as TNA, however, if you will. Uh, that being said, your thoughts about this matchup that saw Jordan Miles defeat Cameron Grimes in the tournament final of the NXT Breakout Tournament? Yeah, this match is okay. I would agree with you there. And, of course, you can see both of these matches, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, coming up live this Wednesday on the WWE Network, Howard, beginning at 8 p.m. And speaking of NXT, we understand that they might be moving off the WWE Network soon to FS1 to a hour show to compete with AEW All Elite Wrestling, maybe beginning in October. That is the rumor we've been hearing the last few days. The question is, will it happen? Is it all but a done deal? Or is it not going to happen It will we'll stay on the network? We don't know yet, but let's just say we're going to be watching this very carefully on whether or not they will be taken off the network and moved to FS1, how and compete with AEW on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10, or if they're going to stay on the network and go 8 to 10 on the network while AEW does this thing on TNT beginning this fall. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Anyway, our first match of the night, of course, was a tag team blockbuster. Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, the Street Profits, the poor man's primetime, as I call him, Shad and JTG, uh, Shad referring to Shad Gaspard, if you will, formally, taking on the undisputed ever uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. This was for the tag team house. This went 17 minutes long. The air, unfortunately, were looking to make it their night, however, and let's just say it was a rough night all around for the air, except for one match, which we'll talk about here shortly. John, your thoughts about the opening matchup between the Profits and the era with the Profits retaining the gold? Yeah, this didn't turn out to be a good match for me. I thought it was okay. I mean, it wasn't one of the better tag team matches of the night. I mean, I thought it was okay, but there were some spots I did like, however, i got to admit. Overall, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it could have been a little bit better if you asked me, but it is what it is. Go figure. 
Up next, our ne first women's match of the evening, John. This was a really good match, and I was very entertained by this one. Io Shirai defeating Janice LeRae Gargano and making her submit in 15 minutes. Your thoughts about Io and Kansas LeRae? All right. This was an all right match. I would agree. It wasn't too bad. Of course, the question is now, will Io Shirai go after the NXT Women's title at NXT War Games in uh, Chicago in a few months? Will she get it before the War Games in late November? We'll have to wait and see what happens. But we will definitely be talking more about that as well. And I thought Kansas, for the first time, uh, seeing her in action, her, I thought she held her own, and she did pretty well. She almost came through with a couple big spots late in the match, Howard, and midway through the match. But in the end, she came up a little short, no pun intended. John, our next match was one of the better matches of the evening. This one was a really good one I liked. The Velveteen Dream defeating Pete Dunroddy Strong. You and I had a bet on this one, so it was a wash. But the Velveteen Dream, however, and the Purple Rainmaker continues to, uh, well, make it rain, however, and make everyone go off into dreamland. The Velveteen Dream, Pete Dunroddy Strong for the North American title. Yeah, good match. Good triple threat. I would agree. It was a very entertaining match. No question about it. Very good point indeed. Up next, of course, we just talked about the NXT Women's title, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, of course, and we've been talking about for the last few weeks. The Queen of uh, Spades herself, Shayna Baszler, is still the champ. No Jasmine Duke, no Marina Shafir. She wins clean here against me again. What thoughts about this one? Who is going to stop Shayna Baszler? That's a good question. That is a very good question. A lot of people are saying it could be Io Shirai. A lot of people are saying Dakota Kai. Uh, someone else is saying, however, uh, possibly Bianca Belair, even though we have not seen either uh, hide or hair of Bianca in quite some time. Uh, we know Dakota is still recovering from an injury. Uh, but, yeah, that's a very good point. Will Io Shirai be the one? You know, I mean? Shayna reminds me of Oscar in a way. Yeah, she does. You're right. She's got that toughness in her. You're right. I agree. And talking about Shayna, I mean, she's coming up on Oscar's record, folks. She's got the title for four and some days. She's had the title since last October, and she could hold that title until the end of October, early part of November, if she keeps going the way she's at right now. I think as of today, she's at 420, if I'm not mistaken. So she's still about six weeks away from breaking Oscar's record as far as all-time record. Wouldn't that be a dream match if Oscar came back for one night in NXT to face her new challenger, the one who is trying to set her record? That would be absolutely a barn burner match if Shayna and Oscar would just go toe-to-toe -to -toe with each other, with no, uh, un like I said, no horsewomen around, and just put them in a cage, just put them up in a straight-up one-on-one match. That would be an incredible match if Shayna and Oscar would tear it down in the NXT uh, pay-per-view. Speaking of pay-per-view, John, we now go to the main event, and of course, the air, of course, had had a rough night all around, but they got redemption here, and they got redemption in a big way. Yes, folks, the Palm City Beach playboy himself, Adam Cole, baby, decided to uh, take his venom out on Johnny Gargano. We talked about it before. We saw what happened in the first poll. However, when, uh, let's just say, Gargano got disqualified, so Cole went up by nothing. Gargano even the score. And then we saw the barbed wire steel cage match by Regal announced. All right, this was brutal as they come. And the end was absolutely brutal. John, in the end, this went 47 minutes between the three falls. Adam Cole was still on top, but... At what cost did he uh, pay, however, against Johnny Wrestling? Again, these three matches remind me of the Ric Flair Steamboat Trilogy of 89. These guys, 30 years later, are setting a new tone when it comes to the best of three. And these guys, again, tore it down. Your thoughts about the big main event? I think this is the last time we see both Colin Gargano in the ring together. I would think so, for a little while but at least. The this match was Good. very entertaining. 
Yes, it was. Oh, no question. And I was going to ask you real quick before we continue on, who do you think is going to be the next one that takes on uh, Adam Cole? Is it going to be uh, Tommaso Chiappa with him returning soon? Is it going to be someone like possibly the bro man, Rat Riddle? Will it be Killian Dane? Will it be a Cassius Ono? Hell, will it be Pete Dunne? I mean, we don't know, folks. It's going to be very, very interesting. So there you have it, folks. Our thoughts of NXT TakeOver from here in the Great White Maple Leaf. Matt, I would say Matt Riddle. You think Matt Riddle? See, I would. I, I was thinking that too, but you know what, though? I'm going to go one better than you. I think it's going to be someone like maybe... Hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say, however, it will be someone like maybe... Uh, Tommaso Chiappa. I'm going to go with Chiappa. I think Chiappa and Cole would have a pretty good match with each other. I'm, I'm going to go with Tommaso. But you never know. We'll have to wait and see. But there you have it, folks, our thoughts of NXT TakeOver. Of course, as you know, your panel consisted of Charlie Caruso, Sam Roberts, and Pat McAfee. I don't know why they keep having Sam Roberts on TV. The guy's a freaking clown, if you ask me. But as far as announcers go, you had Beth, you had Nigel McGinnis, and you had Mama Mia himself, Mario Newell, who called a great show once again. John, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate this show? I gave this show an 8 out of 10. Um, 9 out of 10 for me. 9 out of 10 for you. Okay, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Now, folks, don't forget, the next WWE uh, NXT show will be War Games 3, ladies and gentlemen, Revenge of the Sith, ladies and gentlemen. That is coming up Saturday night, November 23rd, ladies and gentlemen, 2019, live from the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois. And speaking of Chicago, folks, hold on to your seatbelts for this one, folks, because coming up, ladies and gentlemen, in two weeks, Fight for the Fallen, ladies and gentlemen, how our AEW's all-out show will be taking place. And right now, we have, believe it or not, seven matches listed on the card. And here are the matches that are listed already, ladies and gentlemen. Adam Page, of course, the hangman taking on Chris Jericho for the AEW title. John Moxley will take on Kenny Omega one-on-one. The best friends, Chucky T, Chuck Taylor, and Trent Burrell take on the Dark Order of Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. The Lucha Brothers, Ray Fenex with an IX. And Pentagon Jr. will take on the Young Bucks once again of Matt and Nick Jackson. Cody will take on Sean Spears, the perfect 10-10-10 with the horseman himself, Tully Blanchard. Darby Allen will take on Joey Janela and taking Jimmy Havoc, just announced over the weekend at a three-way. And ladies and gentlemen, just announced today, and John, you got to love this one. It will be a 21-woman casino battle royal. The winner will receive a match for the inaugural AEW Women's title set for the very first show in your neck of the woods, Washington, D.C., October 2nd. That will be on the pre-show coming up on uh, All Out, ladies and gentlemen. And here are the participants that have been announced so far. Nyla Rose, Dr. Britt Baker, Allie, Brandy Rhodes, Teal Piper. Yes, folks, the Dara of Roddy Roddy Piper is going to be in this, folks. It'll be Ivelisse. And just announced moments ago, ladies and gentlemen, former ECW and WWE wrestler, yes, folks, I'm talking about Jazz. Yes, folks, Jazz is getting back into wrestling. So Roddy Piper star and Jazz will be in it, along with Nyla Rose, Dr. Britt Baker, Yaka Suzuki, Suzuki, Ali, and the wife of Cody Rhodes, if you will, Brandy Rhodes. So, John, talk about a crazy, crazy all-out show we're going to have in a few weeks in St. Paul. It, or, excuse me, not St. Paul, Chicago. It is going to be a war. Yes, it will. 
And speaking of St. Paul, ladies and gentlemen, we just want to tell you that next Monday, Monday Night Raw, will be coming to you live from St. Paul, Minnesota. We'll talk more about that tomorrow night. In fact, next Monday, before the show even takes place, you can meet the Queen of Hearts herself, Natalia, ladies and gentlemen, before that show at the Cricket Wireless Store near the arena. And we'll talk more about that here shortly. I see now joining us on the line as we welcome him in here at 202, ladies and gentlemen. Is hey, JB and John. What's up? It is our good friend, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, as we say hello to him and good afternoon to you as well. What's going on, guys? Not much. We just finished over talking about TakeOver and breaking down the show. We talked about all the matches real quick. However, uh, one word or two, John. Or Fonzie, well, let me quick. ask you guys something before yes. we uh, discuss about what happened last night. Give me you guys' opinion what the show was last night. I'm going to start off with J.D., then John. Go ahead, J.D. Well, I, my opinion, it was a mixed bag, I would say. It wasn't bad. I still think TakeOver was a little bit better. I didn't think it was too bad overall. But uh, John did report that Paul Heyman did say something on his Twitter today. And, John, if you dig that up again, you're going to have to listen to what Heyman had to say there, uh, Fonzie. So, uh, John, uh, can you okay. repeat to Fonzie what uh, Heyman said on Twitter? Please do. It says here, my client Brock Lesnar and I have been apprised no rematch will be granted against WWE's Universal Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins. We find this decision to be arbitrary and patently unfair. Bondi, what's your take? So there's no rematch. Correct. Nope. I figured that. Good. Good. Uh, the, why? Because uh, cause cause Brock Lesnar lost his title again by Seth Rollins? Uh, too bad. So sad. Uh, yeah. Keep moving on. That's why that's why Seth freaking Rollins is the best. And I went against Seth Rollins. I should have picked him. I didn't know yeah. he was going to come out and did what he did last night. And, um, yeah, Seth yeah. freaking Rollins. And tonight you got The Miz and Dolph Ziggler kicking off of the show, I saw. Oh, okay. They're going to start the show. Okay, they're going to start yeah. the show. Okay. I saw that tonight, yeah. Today, well, we actually, also, on my uh, Well, we also, we also... We also talked about this too, however, uh, Fonzie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, Oscar and Paige, however, and Carly Sane. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, for so. tonight against Celestic Bliss and uh, Nikki Nick- Cross. Yeah. We also talked wow. about how apparently Paige might be going back in the hospital too due to a neck injury. However, why? What? Oh, jeez. She has I more didn't hear about that. Yeah, she apparently has more pain in her neck, mm. we understand. And the doctor, yeah. uh, Dr. Wanda Rebe, who was Nikki Bella's doctor, we understand, um, yeah. has already said to it, who has already said uh, that you need surgery to fix this again. Mm-hmm. So apparently our, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, Paige, but the question yeah. is, will she be okay? Howard? We'll find out, How? but uh, we understand sometime later. I think maybe. so. These doctors I mean, know what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. And like I said, we'll find out later on this week, however, what happens. But uh, she's going to be out of action, however. Yeah. Uh, uh, we didn't ask John what his opinion was. Yes, I was just going to go back. I was going to go to John right now with that. Yes, indeed. John, uh, give us your thoughts now, please, on what Fonzie had to say. Yeah, what, what was that now? 
Uh, what was your opinion from last night's uh, pay-per-view summer slam? Summer slam. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. I know they went backwards. They did it all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think they kind of did. Yeah. I think the main event they should have had the, the girls. One of the ladies they should. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But you know they didn't. Yeah. It is, it is no tag it is team titles. No tag uh-huh. team titles. What the hell? Except for the ladies. What happened to yeah. the in SmackDown? Right. Know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Nothing. I agree. I, yeah. I agree. Well, we're going to talk and about that here. And then they put right. Nikki Cross, and they put Nikki Cross and Les Bliss against yeah. uh, Chronics. At least they should have had a tag team. And Saturday, yeah. uh, knows. But, yeah, but I figured they're going to screw it up again. So yeah. We'll see what happens tonight. Yes, indeed. Yeah, Very like I said, there's already two matches already listed, so we'll see what mm-hmm. happens. Well, John said there was two more matches listed. John, I think you said there were two more, correct? Apparently, John, John, John are you with us? So I may have had to step out. What was it? What was it, Jay? Uh, apparently, Drew McIntyre and Cedric Alexander is one of them. What is it? Drew McIntyre and Cedric Alexander. Okay, they're going to... Yeah, uh, they, they canceled that match last night, too, I remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Andrade and Rey Mysterio, two out of three. Uh, so we now got two out of three falls match one more time for the third time in three weeks. Andrea Cianalmas and the lovely Selena Vega taking on the Master of the Six One Nine. Cedric and Drew McIntyre announced two just now from John. Thank you very much. So apparently two more matches now have been announced. And guys, I want to report also, according to reports from our friends at Pro Wrestling Unlimited, we heard that this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, that coming up, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, this Friday, that's what I said, Friday, however, ladies and gentlemen, in the City of Angels, tickets will go on sale for the 20th anniversary of the Raw show, SmackDown show, I almost said Raw, SmackDown show that will be live at the Staples Center, ladies and gentlemen, and we can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, however, Hulk Hogan, Bill Goldberg, Jerry the King Lawler, uh, Booker T, however, Trish Stratus, and a bunch of others will be at that show Friday, October 4th, ladies and gentlemen, live at the Staples Center in Hollywood. That's right, City of Angels, Los Angeles, California, ladies and gentlemen. And that is coming up less than five, six weeks from now, ladies and gentlemen. But tickets will go on sale this Friday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not. Is that out of Fox? That'll be on Fox, Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Smackdown Live, right? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it's gonna be on it'll Friday, be on this Friday. And also, as I mentioned too, ladies and gentlemen, I will mention this too, and I'll mention to Fonzie real quick. I'm sure, John, you heard about this, however. Uh, over the weekend in Pittsburgh, however, there was a big, big cookie celebration. Let's just say they had over 50,000 <laughs> cookies. 50,000. Jeez. Yeah. With, for what? What was it? It was a wedding. It was some sort of wedding. It was the largest wedding cookie table. 50,000? Yeah. 50,000. I kid you not. Jesus, God. I know. I couldn't believe myself. Probably half of them are gone already. <laughs> probably. They probably boxed them. But, yeah, I saw that yeah, today. Probably, I was like, are you yeah. kidding? 
And then also, Fonzie, I, I did not mention this, however, real quick, however, I'll mention it to you. I did see earlier today, however, that apparently our baseball team announced their regular season opener for 2020, and you're going to laugh at this, okay? The Yankees and the Red Sox come in next year. But this is how it's funny it is. The Pirates will open up their season in Tampa on March 26th, and then they will be, of course, believe it or not, be heading, however, to Chicago for three. Their home opener will be Thursday, April 2nd, against Cincinnati at 135. The Yankees... Oh, against Cincinnati. The fuck? Yeah, I know. The Yankees... This is where it gets funny. The Yankees... How, Pirates will travel to Yankees Stadium on May 5th and 6th. And, of course, it'll be their first visit, however, since 2014. But the Yankees return the favor in June, June 16 and 17. Also, they will play on Memorial Day against the San Francisco Giants. They will also have the Boston Red Sox come in for the 4th of July weekend, believe it or not. Wait. Yes, that'll be a good series. They're off Labor Day. So we got what? Back in, like, home and home series against the Yankees. Yes, once in May up there and once uh, down in uh, New York. Correct, yes. Once in New York, once here in June. Yep. Other interleague games Uh include the following. Uh, Pittsburgh will be facing uh, Toronto here in Pittsburgh, June 19th through the 21st. The Tigers, the 18th and the 19th. And then the Tigers will be facing the Pirates again, this time in Detroit, the 8th and 9th in Detroit. They will close out the season, however, against the Cubs and Reds, the 22nd through the 27th. So their last home game will be the 27th, however. And, of course, it will be the Reds. So the Reds play here twice. Of September, so they play us in the home opener. They close us out in the regular season. Believe it or not, too. Wow! So it's going to be wow. interesting. But we know the Pirates have been suffering, and I do say suffering yeah, in a big I way. Know. They got the Angels, of course, tonight it, in Anaheim. That is going to be a very interesting match. They did not have a good weekend in St. Louis, however, despite Josh Bell hitting nope. two home runs. They got swept. Yeah, but against us. Yeah, and, the, and, and Mitch Keller's pitching tonight. So let's see if the Pirates can turn around in L.A. tonight with the Angels. But I doubt that's going to happen, folks. The Pirates, mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, going into the and I'm sure Fonzie saw the article, of course. The Pirates right now are the fifth worst team in the bigs behind Detroit, Baltimore, and also the Miami Marlins. I mean, the Tigers, you talk about a sad-ass team. The Tigers, I think, are 30 and 69 or something like that. Baltimore is 33 and 71. The Marlins, yeah, which are even worse, they're 35 and 65 or something. I mean, right now I think we're the fifth or sixth worst team in all of the bigs. I mean, it's just, it's yeah. sad. It's very sad. I know that. I know. No. But well, you I did mention JD. You got to figure Houston is going to take it all the way this year. You How think Astros? Do you think the Astros in the American League have a chance? Yeah, look at you. what the record is. Look at what the That's record true. is. Yeah, but I'm telling you right now, the team I've been talking about the last few weeks and you've been saying I'm mean, crazy. They're going to clinch the division before September. Yeah, <laughs> but, I'll tell you right now, but I'll tell you the other team that's good right now, and I've been saying this team, and I've been riding this team all year long. And I'm Dodgers. Riding this team. Yep, it's L.A., no question. I think it's L.A. Yeah, no, yeah it might be. I think the only thing that's holding L.A. back, I'm telling you right now, this is the only thing that's holding L.A. back right now. They need a it's middle reliever. pitcher. Yes, they're middle. No, they're, 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 they're no, they got three good arms. They got three. They no, they got three good arms right now in Kershaw, Hale, yeah, and Ryu. Yeah, Kershaw is hurt, isn't he? I don't believe so. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But being back to yeah. it, they got them three. 
the middle relief does hurt them a little bit. But I'll tell you, if they right. want to make it all the way this year, I'm going to say it here and now, they've got to get their bats clicking again. Like I said, uh, they've got some good bats with Turner, and they've got their good cent- outfield, Howard. I think, like you mm-hmm. said, Howard, they are entertaining. No question about it. I mean, Houston is good. Houston's very good. I mean, they got Zach Greinke last week at the deadline. That was big for them, I feel. That was a big, big blockbuster. Yep. But if they want to make some noise, they better hope that Cole and Verlander stay healthy as well. If those three stay healthy, no, they they're going to be absolutely lights out in the postseason. I agree with you. They could shut out New York. They could shut out Boston. Hell, they could shut out Minnesota. I think they're that determined. I don't know if to Boston's going to make it. I don't know if Boston's going to make a hundred. Yeah, but Boston's, right gonna, now. but Boston's gonna, they're going to have to turn around. There's going to be a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. This team, but, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and John, no disrespect to your Nats, however, I mean they've had a pretty good year. They've had a pretty decent year. But I will say this: I think the Nats, however, have got to get another bat. I think they tremendously miss Harper tremendously. Yeah, they need I, fucking they need pitching. Yeah, but that. well, that, that's the, that's what I was just gonna say. They they're hurting the pitching right now, and I think the reason why they're hurting a little bit in pitching is because Max Scherzer's been up and down over this year. Strasburg's yep. been the same way. I think if the Nats want to get back on the scene, and I'm not saying they have a chance, however, to make the postseason because I still think they have a good shot. But if they want to make a big run here in the next three or four weeks, they better hope Strasburg and Scherzer get back in the rotation right after Labor Day and pitch their hearts out going into the end of the season. As I'll tell you right now, if they don't, Howard, they're going to have a big, big question mark hanging over them in 2020. And I'll tell you right now, I think right now, I'm trying to think one of the bigger free agents coming up at the end of 2019, who's it going to be. I think the Nats, however, this season, unlike the Pirates, however, will have to open up their walls this offseason and spend they're going to have to go after an arm. They're going to have to go after a bat. I think if they do that, however, I think they'll be back on the map next year. But I'm not saying yeah. yet that they're out of the woods. By any means, they're not no. out of it. No. As far as the Pirates go, nope. yeah, they're done. Forget it. Mail it in for the same for weeks and months on end. It's done with. But the thing is, will they change their tune this offseason? No, they won't. I've said this so many times. Guys. You've heard me say this. John's heard it. Fonzie's heard it. Even our callers have heard it, including Tony and Michael, who I hope we hear from today. I've been saying the same thing for the last few years, Howard, and even longer than that. The Pirates right now are such a joke at the box office, as well as on the field. They're like a double-A, triple-A team meeting the Bad News Bears meeting Major League. It's like, who are these guys? Clint Hurdle right now should be thankful he's still employed right now. The only people who should be very thankful also who should be employed too is Neil Huntington and Frank Cooley, the GM and the president of the ball club. Bob Nundy, he doesn't care about anything except his own walls. As far as Cooley mm-hmm. and Huntington go, yes, they have a few more years to go in their contract as well as Hurdle right now. But I'll tell you right now, if I'm the Pirates this winter, I'm firing all three of those guys. I hate to say it about Hurdle, but I'm going to say it. He has to go, however, and start again. Heard that excuse it's so many not, times, but I think it's, JD, it's, it's not done. Hurdle. No, it's, it's not Hurdle. hurdle. But I'm, I'm not yeah. saying it's Hurdle either, but I think they need a fresh start. They need to start uh-huh. all over from the bottom up again. And the question You know is, what's going to happen, J.D.? Look at what happened with Andrew McCutcheon. Okay? He was the best when he came the past five, right. six years. Now look at what happened. We had to trade him because we got Josh Bell. We got uh, Polanco. Okay? Okay. N- next season, you- you're not going to see Marte here. That was going to be my next question right there, Fonzie. You just took my thunder right there, okay? You brought up a very good point, okay? I heard from Tab Douglas, it was over the weekend, I think it was. Tab Douglas said, John, I'm sorry I'm talking about, on about this, and if you want to share some thoughts after <laughs> this, you can too. But the Pirates payroll right now, Fonzie, is $70 million. 70 to 75 I don't million, have okay? What's that, John? 
I said, I don't have nothing to add. Okay. But the thing is, though, you're right about Martin Barnes. You're going to take $8 million off the book, maybe $10 million mm-hmm. off the book with him. You're going to maybe take Cervelli off the book. You're going to take Liriano off the book. Hell, you might take Archer off the book. Okay. Here's the thing. Archer is worth $8.5 million. If he stays next year, he'll get nine, maybe ten mil. You free up ten, twelve million with Marte. You free about eight to ten with Sarah Valley, however, and you free up maybe another three to five with Jung Ho. Okay, so take that out of consideration now. You're saving yourself twenty to thirty million dollars going into twenty twenty. Your payroll going into next season alone could be worth thirty five, forty million dollars. It's a joke. It's a freaking joke. And who's the blame of it? Yeah, it's Bob Nunny. JD, money's not everything. No, I'm not saying it is. Players. Yes, but the, then the sad, and the sad part is, you, yeah, but you're right. But the thing is, though, you're going to be strapped. And I'll tell you right now, and I said, this, I said this two weeks ago. You even heard me. I think I said it was two weeks ago, however. The next person up after all these guys who's going to get a big raise is Josh Ring My Ding Dong Bell, who has been so quiet since the All-Star break until yesterday. We didn't think he was yeah. going to be a big factor. The problem was how Josh Bell played way too... I mean, he didn't play nearly as much. Yeah, he played, well, he played way a lot of games but he played a, in the first yeah, half. Yeah, but he played almost the entire first half except for a few games here and there. The only thing that's been hurting him in the second half of the season, pitchers are figuring him out. And pitchers are finding yep. a way to get around, number one. But number two, I also think how he's getting more rest time, which is a smart thing, but you've got to find yeah. a way to just... Just to stay healthy. Right now, the Pirates are hurting with injuries, whether it be Jameson Taon, Lonnie Chisholm Hall, however, San Francisco Cervelli, it doesn't matter. The Pirates right now are going to finish the season well under expectations again, and we're used to that. But the problem is, however, they might as well just say right now, I mean, they've lost, what, 70 games now, I think it was? They're 30 no, games no. away, and there's, I, think it's, I think it's 69 <laughs> or 70. But whatever the case may be, the thing is, you've got six weeks left in the year, six weeks to go. Could you lose on your games? No question. I think you're going to. And they have no one to blame but themselves in this. No one to blame. I'm sorry. But let's turn our focus into a positive down, ladies and gentlemen, and go into SummerSlam thoughts, Howard, and we will start with John. Here, uh, John, we will begin with you with SummerSlam, of course, the first match of the night. Drew Pepperjack Gulak taking on Oni Larkin. Drew Pepperjack Gulak picking up the win. Your thoughts here. Yeah, that was my pick to win. And did you notice, though, when you see Oni Ken, he looks like a young man's Mojo Raleigh, believe it or not? He's from Mojo's neck of the woods for listen. He does. He really does. He's 6'1", a buck 90. He's trained at Killer Kowalski School as well as Funaki and Lance Storm. He made his pro debut, however, in 2008, in August of that year, however, at the age of 22. He's now 33. He has also had other in-ring names, including Biff Busick, however, the Carolina Panther, Christopher Gerard, and Franco Rourke, believe it or not. And, of course, we've all talked about Drew Gulak before as well. Fonzie, your thoughts about Drew Pepperjack Gulak defeating Oni Garcan? Mm-hmm. I think everybody got a point on this, I guess. Yes, everyone, everyone actually started out with two points in this, Howard, and we will hear from Mr. WCW about two that points? here this afternoon. Yes, two points because How of two the... points? Oh, oh, actually, two points because of the two matches that were thrown in at the last minute. Oh, uh, okay, 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 okay. That's what okay. Was, so what? That's my mistake. On Drew, on Drew Dulek, they got two points then, right? No, just one. But the next two oh, matches, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm two. saying. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I. Everybody told me this was good. So. 
I can yep. agree a lot. <laughs> yep, I would agree. I would agree. Up next, of course, uh, was the other match, however, that was on the pre-show. Buddy Murphy taking on Apollo Crews, Eric Rowan causing the DQ here inside of less than five minutes. John, your thoughts about this one? This, to me, was one of the worst matches of the night. Oh, uh, what was the tag team title match? No, Buddy Murphy and Apollo. I would have to second second me on that. And Fonzie, your thoughts about Murphy's Law, however, losing by disqualification <laughs> thanks to Eric Rowan. Uh, uh, I went on Facebook Messenger and Danny said, "Yeah, remember, remember this? Um, remember this saint? Remember one thing? One scene says, don't let out your friends and keep your mouth shut.' Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Danny said that on Facebook Messenger last night, and I was like, "Yep, yeah." Yeah, go, go get your shine box by Billy Potts. Remember? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, and here's another word I would say, too, Fonzie and J.D. Uh, that? Please, please, Sean, go ahead. Don't snitch. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Don't snitch. Exactly. Yeah. Don't snitch, yeah, because, uh, because <laughs> Rowan got down and it's Murphy who snitched on him about the whole Roman thing. That's right, yes. Yeah. Very good point, guys. I was just talking to up next, however, was a women's tag team match. I'm not. And, John, I know you have plenty to say about this one. Your girl and Nikki Cross defeated the Moronics, however. <laughs> Your thoughts about this one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they shut the Iconics up. I would agree. I would definitely agree. And, Fonzie, I'm sure you would agree, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. All right, now let's go into the main show, ladies and gentlemen. We'll tell you what happened here. Before we do, however, we'll tell you that 16,904 packed into the arena in case you're curious, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yep. From there, we go into the first match of the evening, and it was my girl. Yes, folks, my girl, Seth freaking Rollins' girl, ladies and gentlemen. The man herself, the cover girl of 2K20, defeating the Queen of Hearts and Natalia Hart. And, guys, dare I say you, to you both, I think I told you both so what was going to happen originally, Howard. but uh, John, your thoughts about Becky and Natty to me, this was a pretty good match, I thought. Yeah, at least they didn't do a screw, screw job finish, thank goodness. No, they didn't, I agree. I agree, I kind of agree with you there. That, that, that's a very good well, I, I think Becky's helped held her own since she won the title at WrestleMania. Oh, I think so. I think so, too. I think so, too. The only question is, who's going to be left to challenge her? I mean, is it going to be Lacey Evans again? Is it going to be Ronda Rousey coming back? I mean, who knows what we're going to see here. Fonzie, is that your music being played? Yeah, it's me. Sorry. That's right. Uh, your thoughts about Becky Lynch and Natalia? Huh? Ah. Uh. The redhead, <laughs> the man from Ireland. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he keeps winning. I, I know. I would have loved to see Natalia win because of for her dad. Yeah. Definitely. I Good think point. you're gonna see. I think. I think you're gonna see this rematch. Uh, Class we'll of Champions, or yeah, or tonight. um, maybe tonight or. Um, yeah. what's that, uh, no, um, Hell in a Cell? back to the, no, back to the Saudi Arabia. It could happen. Yeah. It made off service. Yeah. So, it could, it could happen. but, uh, yeah, she, she's unbelievable. 
Yeah, yeah. I give a lot of credit what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yes. Very good point indeed. And uh, John's gonna laugh at this next one. However, very good point indeed. Both of you guys again, very good points on all the matches so far. Uh, Goldberg defeating the show off Dolph Ziggler and the show off. Well, he got shown up, didn't he, John? By the man himself, Bill Goldberg. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the only fifty. Go ahead. Poor, poor, poor Dolphy. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> And it's not going to get any easier because he's got the A-list of the night in the form of the Miz. It's <laughs> uh, not going to be pretty. So it's not going to be a good night for the show. You might, the as well, you might as well, Dolph, you might as well just pack it in, man, my man. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Good get point. your suitcase ready? And might as well maybe show up on Monday Night Raw because you know you're going to get embarrassed by the, the, uh, the awesome The Miz. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, good point. Yeah, good point. He, there, he keeps on talking. He keeps yep. on talking that he's the best. Bye, bye, bye. Should be him. Uh, what happened, yeah. Dolph? What happened? Yeah. You got. Yeah, you up. got. You got Goldberg. You got Goldberg yeah. in two minutes. It, this is. They should have put this in a pre-show match. Yeah, yeah they I agree. Put it in a pre-show. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't. They, but they didn't. It they is, didn't. But they didn't. But good point, D. Both of you getting good points. Yeah. Uh, quick side note, of course, as I mentioned, the Lurkan match in uh, Gulak went eight minutes and 45 seconds, about eight and a half near nine minutes. Buddy Murphy and them went about two to four near four and a quarter minutes. Alexa and, of course, Nikki defeating the Moronics, uh, let's just say the illiterate Iconics, in four to six near six and a quarter minutes. Just sorry, six and a quarter quarter minutes. Our Becky and Natalia 10 to 12 near 12 and a quarter. Uh, uh, yeah, 10 to 12 near 12 and a, over 10, 12 and a quarter. Just sorry, 12 and a half near 13 minutes long. And of course that match with Goldberg and Ziggler. Speaking of 13 minutes, John, that leads us to our next match. One of the better matches of the evening. And I did not get to see this, but I did hear see the highlights this morning. The phenomenal one in his OC boys, Gallows and Anderson, the Warlord 2.0 and uh, Carl Anderson Left out uh, picking up a win against uh, my man Rico, 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 Ricochet or Ricochet, whatever you're going to call it. To me, this was a good entertaining U.S. title matchup, but the phenomenal one of his boys continued to steamroll past everyone. Your thoughts about AJ and Ricochet? That was a good, good encounter. I would agree. I would definitely agree. Fonzie, your thoughts about AJ and Ricochet? Like, like you said, JD, yeah, this one, I think it. You said you get at a point, and I think this one of the better matches besides uh, besides uh, whoever it was, the Randy yep. Orton and uh, Kobe Keaston match. Um, yep. Don't be surprised you're going to see a rematch between these two teams, these two players. Because yep. they, uh, AJ and Rick, Ricochet, Yep. Yeah, wrestled at NXT a couple no. years ago, right, JD? No, no, no. AJ was always in TNA or Japan. Ricochet was in NXT, but uh, Ricochet has done pretty well since he came up to the roster. We know about his background. Of course, he was involved with one of the most hottest girls out there. Was that AJ now who wrestled at NXT, JD? No, he never wrestled in NXT. No, I thought he did. I thought he no, did. No, he okay. no, no. no, he wrestled in TNA. And a brief uh, okay, couple yeah, weeks in WCW. Yeah, he was, he was Mr. TNA. He was Mr. TNA. Don't be surprised you'll see a rematch in uh, Class of Champions. 
Yeah, it's possible. That's a very good point. We'll see what yeah. happens there. Up next, of course, this uh, was uh, one of the more, I wouldn't say disappointing matches to the end, but this was an okay match. The Huggable Bailey defeating the War Goddess Ember Moon. John, your thoughts about Bailey defeating Ember Moon? <laughs> yeah, well, I lost this this one, but uh, this match could have been okay. Yeah, I would agree. And uh, before I get your answer, Fonzie, in this one, uh, I always ask you the question, John. Do we see Sasha Banks returning soon? Uh, I don't know. I would say the I same. I really don't know. I would say the same. I'd agree with you there. Fonzie, your thoughts about the match and the question I asked uh, John. Do we see Sasha returning soon? I... There's a possibility. Could yep. happen or couldn't. Um, the Huggable... Uh, yeah, you know, she, you know, these two wrestlers fought in NXT. I know that. Yep. Yes, they did. Yes, they uh, did. You're right. Uh, so, you know, um, yeah, get a lot of credit to Bailey and mm-hmm. Amber Moon. Don't be surprised. You might see a rematch tomorrow night yep. for Class of Champions. Yep. Or Saudi Arabia, end of what? Mm-hmm. End of October, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, the end of October, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. so, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. so don't be surprised. You might see a big rematch with this. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. so we'll see, we'll see. Up next, however, is a match that John and I are very happy about, and Fonzie, I know you're not real happy about. Let's just say KO finally shut up the best in the world, however, <laughs> despite the fact Elias tried to help his boy there. Uh, John, you're talking about <laughs> KO and Shane. Yes, good win for the home for the hometown hero. Agreed, I would agree there. Fonzie, I know you're not happy about this one, but please share. I, I don't care. I don't care. As long as long you know, it was not interfered by his two boyfriends. Well, Elias did like try that. to. Well, Elias did try to interfere though, because he was the special. Yeah, researcher. I know. I but there was it. no McIntyre. But there was no McIntyre surprising. Yeah, I know. Surprise about that. Jeez, where yeah. he was? Where was he? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, nowhere to be found. Apparently. Yeah. Good point. I yeah, guess. Point. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, but he was. Video. He was not there. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't care if I lost this match. You know. But don't be surprised that, um, I don't know. Don't be surprised you'll see a rematch with this, maybe. I doubt it. I, I think I, Shane's done. I, think, I, I doubt think, it, too. I, I doubt it, too. I, 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 th- I think this feud's done with. I really do. I think this is done, Ricochet, I, think. I think they're done, too. But you never know. Yeah. We'll have to see. You never know. Up next, talking about hometown girls, uh, let's talk about this one. This was a pretty good match. Sean, I know we'll have a lot to say about this one. Charlotte and Trish. Trish uh, coming up on the short end in her last match, but John, she almost pulled off the upset against the Queen. Your thoughts about this one? And this match was pretty impressive. Uh, I will have to admit, one, one heck of a good match. I would agree. I would definitely agree there. And of course, uh, to let everyone know real quick how or how long those matches were. Of course, like we said, Becky and of course again Alexa and Nikki, as we said, went four to six. 
there's six six minutes and 15 seconds, just shy of six and a quarter minutes, if you ask me. Becky and Natty, of course, as we said, 10 to 12, near 12, over 12 and a quarter, just near around 12 and a half, close to 13 minutes long. 13 minutes was the AJ match. Bailey and Ember was 10. KO and Shane went, of course, 7 to 9, near 9 and a quarter minutes. The Charlotte Tristratus match, however, was actually the longest match of the entire night, guys. Almost 17 <laughs> minutes they gave that match, believe it or not. So it was pretty good. How about another 17-minute match, however? Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, ending a double countout. The fans were not happy here, John, but uh, your take about Kofi and the Viper. No comment. No comment, okay. Fonzie, your thoughts about Kofi and Randy, and I will go back to you for your thoughts about Charlotte and Trish right now. Which one do you want to go first? Let's go with Charlotte and Trish first, and then uh, go back, and then the Kofi okay. and Randy. Well, like I said, I lost this one. Uh, yeah, my favorite girl, hometown of Toronto, Canada. Um, uh, I might, I might be smoking something. Or if I say this... Keep going, I'll be right back. Keep talking, I'll be right back. If I say this, uh, you think I'm going to be... What the hell are you smoking? (laughs) Uh, Don't be surprised you might see a rematch of this. Honestly. What were you saying now? Go ahead, sorry about that. I said, you know, you're going to say, what the hell are you smoking? What the hell are you eating? I'll see her return, honestly. I think yeah. you might see the, these two rematch again, honestly. We'll see. I have I, this I, strange feeling that, that I, uh, I, you're going to see I, this. I, I, I said the same thing, too, however. I mean, I did, too, however. And I thought that was going to be the case, however. But uh, believe it or not, however, I did not. I mean, believe it or not, however. However, uh, like I said, I did hear that too. However, yes, they were. They're still in the hometown of Trish, so she might show up tonight or or Tuesday at SmackDown. So possible. Luckily, yeah. We can tell you. Uh, we can also tell you, ladies and gentlemen. According to reports, I just found this out. Four Eleven Mania. WWE has announced that Stone Cold Steve Austin will appear on Raw tonight by Skype. His new show, Straight Up Steve Austin, is set to premiere yeah. right after the show. We understand. So he will talk about the whole thing, however, believe it or not, as far as what's happening there. So yeah, I can't wait for that show. tonight. That should be a good show. <laughs> Should uh, be. What? What? Uh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, go ahead, Fonzie. Uh, let's go to your thoughts now about uh, the inv- uh, the match involving Kofi and Randy and the uh, Double count on your thoughts about this one. Jeez. I know I know you were you said the fans were unhappy with this match. Yes. I don't know what happened between these two uh superstars, how they got counted out. Mm-hmm. Um you might see Kobe asking for a rematch tonight or tomorrow night on SmackDown. Depends, you know, what it is. Yes. Um, I don't know. Um, I heard there was a lot of disappointment 
with this because they both got counted out. Well, you figured, J.D., we didn't lose this. We got a draw, whatever. So we didn't lose this extra point. So, yeah, we didn't get nothing, but still we got 0-0. But, yeah, I think you're going to see a rematch between these two down the Clash of Champions. It's very possible. I mean, you're right. It's a very good possibility to see that. All right, we're back on track now, guys. Let's talk about the next match, The Fiend versus Finn Balor. John, you had quite a bit to say about this earlier today, so let's go to your thoughts about the Finn Balor-Fiend match. Is this what only oh, Finn, I'm sorry to tell you, buddy, but <laughs> there's no way The Fiend, there's no way that The Fiend was going to fall for your demon tricks. Nope. And, of course, he was let in all right, Howard. He was let in all the way because The Fiend definitely showed no mercy, to say the least. Um, Lonzi, your thoughts about The Fiend and Finn Balor? And uh, while you do that, I, I'm surprised. Honestly, I'm surprised that Finn Balor didn't come out with a demon. Honestly. Yeah, I was, too. I was, too. Yes, I was, Because uh, he could have probably won this match if he would have came with a demon. This yes, would have been a good match. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, Finn, Friendy Finny, Bray yes. White, yeah, don't mess with these. Don't mess with him. No, he could come anytime, anywhere. <laughs> Shut down the place. Lights yep. are out. Everybody's like, yep. "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> exactly. Uh, good point. So, very good point. Yeah, very yeah, good point. Yeah, but. Yeah, I was surprised that he didn't come out with uh, a demon against yeah. Finn, Finny, or Br- Bray, Bray White. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bray White. You're right. All right, yeah. before all right. we get to the uh, all right, before we get to the main event though, let's get your thoughts real quick on a scale yeah. of one to ten. I gave this show a seven. John, what did you rate it? Um, six. And Fonzie, what about you? Oh, I didn't see it, JD. Oh, but what would you? What, what would you? Well, JD, they the only match was a disappointed. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. Was the Goldberg and Dolph Ziggler? Yeah. I had it up. I thought there was gonna go nine and a half. Where I thought Roman Reigns was gonna wrestle Daniel Bryan, yep. which it yep. didn't happen. Right. Uh, uh, Drew McIntyre match. Which yeah, it got canceled. Yep, and they with Alexandra. Yeah. So, um, I had this nine, yeah. but besides, uh, you know, the Goldberg match. Yep. What I heard was a pretty good, like you said, JD was probably pretty good, except for yep. the Goldberg. I yep. said eight. It went down it from nine to eight. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I had about seven. I had it at six. I raised it up just a little because of the Trish uh, Charlotte yeah. match, too. All right, guys, I'll be yeah. right back. We'll continue this conversation with the main event here in just a minute. Shock me.
So what do you think is going to happen tonight, John? I don't know. I don't know. What's your opinion, though? Well, yeah. I think rain on Johnny will be good. Yeah. I think um, so, too. I don't know if we're going to get an appearance from The Fiend. Yeah. Never know. Never know. Okay. Okay, I'm back, guys. Sorry about that. Okay. All right. We just want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, of course, don't forget, this is episode 202 of Raw Radio for Monday, August the 12, 2019-1605-562-0444-138-44-pound. The human suplex machine, the Iceman, and, of course, the Heartbreak Kid joining us now. Of course, we are hoping to hear from more people today, including the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lynn Dodds, who, of course, had her son Caleb start ninth grade this past last week. Congratulations to him. Best of luck to him in this upcoming school year. We are also hopefully hearing, going to hear from the birthday boy-to-be, hopefully this week, GTS, Gerard T. Smith, the last kicker, Amory Rickenbach, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw, the Rouse, thinking now, Patel. What tastes like Oreo? Our good friends uh, uh, in Pittsburgh, Tony and Mike yeah. in Pittsburgh. What's that, John? Mm-hmm. I was saying, I was talking to somebody. Oh, okay. Well, guys, let's now go to the main event discussion, however. We've been talking about it, however, already, however, and I think everyone's going to have an opinion about this. For the first time in three years, Brock Lesnar loses clean, believe it or not, however, to Seth freaking Rollins. John, I know you have a lot to say about this, and I'm sure you'll share more about it tonight, however, in the Raw video recap. Your thoughts about uh, Seth Rollins getting the belt back, however, against the Beast Incarnate. I tell you what, Brock did not have that title for about a month now. <laughs> not even. Yeah. He, he, he won the title and then dropped it as soon as he, as soon as he defended it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, Brock. Probably not even three that, weeks. <laughs> yeah. That makes you a loser. <laughs> yes, oh, I would agree. I would definitely agree. No question about it. And like we said, folks, there was a lot of questions. However, mind you, huh? Well, you can't. You can't. You can't. JD, here's the thing. You cannot. You cannot give up Seth freaking Rollins. That's why yeah. he's. That's why he's. Seth freaking Rollins, because he's yeah. a freak. He can come out with a one, one leg good, you know, one arm good, whatever, one armless, one legless, whatever you can. You're not gonna keep Seth freaking Rollins down. No, you no, know, no. like 15 suplexes in two weeks. In two weeks, before this show happened, you know. You got to figure all that busting ribs. Who knows how he felt going in in this match? Oh yes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He might had a lot of ribs and you know bones crushed, you know spleen injured, whatever. You know okay. he could have bled to death if it didn't. You know if you figure, you know he could have bled to death if he didn't. You know they don't get him medical detention. What he needed, but yeah, but um, Brock Lesnar, you didn't have your belt only probably like three or four weeks. We'll stay, yep. then last, then last, buddy. 
and then lies. Yeah. You can you can do twenty two F fives, X suplexes. You're not gonna keep the freaking Rollins down. And yeah. I went against Seth freaking Rollins. And yeah. yes, I deserved this loss. I want to pick Seth freaking Rollins, but I had a I pick Suplex City bitch, and look what happened. Yeah, yeah. but other than that, yeah, uh, loser. Bye bye. Yeah. See ya. Don't let the yeah. door kicking in the ass. No, no more rematch. You can't have a rematch. Bye bye. Yeah. No, but uh. Point. Yeah, point. that's all I gotta say. <laughs> Uh, very good point. Yeah. And, uh, John, your thoughts, however. And I will agree with Fonzie on that. And I think it's unanimous, guys. I'll make it three in a row there, guys. I think we're all in agreement there. So there you have it, folks. Our thoughts of SummerSlam 2019. How are a lot that we discussed. How are, of course, and, of course, we will talk more ladies and gentlemen, coming up, of course, tomorrow night, how are late, and, of course, throughout the week, ladies and gentlemen, how are uh, like I said, we'll see what happens, Howard. But, folks, we also want to tell you, of course, there's some other things going on. Of course, we're trying to get some stuff going on. Of course, we mentioned earlier uh, in the birthdays there, Fonzie, uh, happy 66th birthday, Howard, to the immortal Hulk Hogan, who is celebrating oh, his birthday. Oh, yes. Yeah, And, of course, also happy 62nd birthday to one of our other good friends, the manager of champions. We called it right down the middle, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he was one of our guests earlier this week, last week. Also, we want to wish happy birthday today, as John pointed out earlier today, to the coach, Jonathan Coachman, who is turning, what, 47, John, did you say? I think it was, yeah, 47, yeah, it's 47. And happy 64th birthday to the Red Rooster himself, uh, former, uh, let's just say, uh, York Foundation member and now NXT trainer, terrific Terry Taylor, who turns 64 today so happy birthday to them and the coach today well on saturday we had wade barrett and of course tugboat's birthday if you will believe it or not <laughs> uh we do have some nba news to report ladies and gentlemen believe it or not Howard, and you might want to hold on to your seats for this folks believe it or not Kawhi leonard however will be returning to toronto on december 11th when the la clippers visit the raptors ladies and gentlemen it was made official earlier today ladies and gentlemen believe it or not as far as that goes. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Kemba Walker will be returning to Charlotte November 7th. And believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, November 27th, circle this on your calendar. Lakers big man Anthony Davis will head to New Orleans while Kyrie Irving is in Boston. So there you go, folks. And if that's not all, the Clippers' Paul George returns to Oklahoma City three days before Christmas. And in January, Russell Westbrook and the Rockets, of course, return to Oklahoma City, believe it or not. So Russell Westbrook will be returning home. And, folks, here's a doubleheader. Are you ready for this, folks? Hold on to your seatbelts for this one, folks. Mm-hmm. We now know the opener for the NBA, however. It will be, however, the following, however. October 22nd, a doubleheader. First off, it will be the New Orleans Pelicans with Zion Williamson traveling to Toronto here to take on the Raptors, while the Lakers and Clippers will battle it out in the City of Angels, ladies and gentlemen. The Lakers surprisingly lead the way in national television appearances, ladies and gentlemen. ESPN, ESPC, and TNT with 31, winning the first match with the Clippers, who clock in with 26. The Warriors have the second most with 20, however. The Rockets will appear 26 times, the Celtics 25 times. Philadelphia and Milwaukee, 24. And, of course, Zion and the Pelicans, 20. But 
Here is some big games to Not circle even my on bowls. your calendar list. They're going to show. <laughs> yep. Here are some of the games you will see on Christmas Day. First, the Celtics taking on the Raptors in Toronto at high noon. The Bucks taking on the Sixers at 2.30. The Rockets and the Warriors at 5. That should be an entertaining game there. The Clippers and the Lakers fighting again in Los Angeles at 8 o'clock. And to wrap up the night, ladies and gentlemen, will be the Pelicans and the Nuggets in a Mile High City at 10.30. So there you go, folks. Some of the big key games, however, the NBA schedule, however, as NBA season is just around the corner, ladies and gentlemen, in just a short order of time. Uh, don't now, even think about that, J.D. Don't even say that because you figure, J.D., hockey's around the corner too. <laughs> yeah, hockey's around the corner too, and college, fo- and, and college football's around the corner. And yeah, it's two weeks. Yep, let's talk about it right now. We're going to talk about it here and now. Of course, two weeks from Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, the college football season will be uh, getting ready to start the season off in a big way, ladies and gentlemen. August 31st, the Pitt Panthers will be taking on the Virginia Cavaliers as they open up the 2019-2020 season, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, the big story there, Richard Weaver will not be playing for the Panthers this year due to the fact he tore his ACL last week, ladies and gentlemen. Who, J.D.? Who's this? Richard Weaver. The lineman. For who? Pitt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of yeah. course, the season, you're right, actually starts, actually, believe it or not, John, or John, John Fonzie, starts the 24th, however. It'll be Florida-Miami, ladies and gentlemen, in a week zero mm-hmm. game. But here are some of the games you will see in week one. Thursday, August 29, it'll be Georgia Tech taking on Clemson at 8 p.m. on the new ACC network. The next night, Utah State and Wake Forest. And of course, we already told you about some of the games on the 31st. John, your boys will be playing at Boston College Tower at 4 o'clock on the 31st. Duke will be taking on Alabama at 3.30. South Carolina, North Carolina, the Battle of Carolinas in Charlotte, and Mr. WCW's neck of the woods at 3.30 that same day. Also, ladies and gentlemen, it will be Boise State taking on Florida State Tower at 7 p.m. that night on the 31st on ESPN. And then, folks, on Labor Day night, however, it will be Notre Dame traveling to Louisville, believe it or not for an 8 o'clock game at Papa John's Stadium. Now, let's talk about the teams, however, who are going to be having the games this year. We'll start off, of course, in John's neck of the woods, Virginia Tech, ladies and gentlemen, in Beamer Ball, ladies and gentlemen, tell you what games are up on the table this year. Here are the games besides Boston College you will see. They will open up the home season the following two weeks against Old Dominion and Furman. They will have the week off on the 21st. Then they will be home on a Friday night against Duke at Miami, home against Rhode Island, Home against North Carolina, however, in Lane Stadium at Notre Dame, which is a 2.30 game, by the way. They will play home against Wake Forest, however. They will be at Georgia Tech. Home against Pitt, believe it or not, however, and averaging. So the last home game of the season will be Pittsburgh. We know the last time that those two teams played in Blacksburg, it was a very controversial game. The Virginia Tech Hokies, of course, won that one. So, John, your team looks like they're going to have a pretty good schedule this year, however, as far as that goes. Now, as far as Pitt between myself and Fonzie, here's the way JD. Yes. JD, who's this college team? Virginia Tech. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's John's okay, point. I thought, I thought it was Virginia Cavaliers. No, it's uh, VTech. It's VTech, right, John? VTech. Yes, I believe it's VTech. Yeah, yeah. Am I okay. right, is it VTech? Yeah, yeah. That's not, okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Thank you, Bill. Okay. okay. Now, here's what, here's the way Pitt will start their season. Myself and Fonzie's team. They will open up, of course, at home against Virginia, then play Ohio U at home, 
at Penn State on Fonzie's birthday, home against UCF in Delaware, at Duke, then a bye week, Friday night there at Syracuse the 18th, home against Miami on homecoming, at Georgia Tech, the following week they're off unless they get a playing game here, however, mind you. Then at home against North Carolina, the same night Pittsburgh, the Sears will be playing the Brownies. Uh, at Virginia Tech, however, and then the last home game of the season, however, will be the Saturday after Thanksgiving against BC Boston College. So there you go, folks. Uh, my opinion overall, however, I think Pitt's schedule this year at best. I'm going to say 7-5. and five. I mean, they're just not going to be as good as they think they are. They have a lot of holes to plug in. Fonzie, I know you're going to be a little more optimistic than me. What do you think the Panthers will do this season? Yeah, hold on, J.D. Hold on one second, buddy. All right, um, John, while Fonzie's doing that real yeah. quick, uh, let's, uh, Fonzie, let's go. we'll come back to you in a minute. Fonzie, yeah, I'm here. Uh, hold on. Okay. I'm back. Well, 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 we'll get your thoughts here in just a minute, however. Uh, John, let's uh, talk about your thoughts, Howard. What do you think your Virginia Tech boys are going to do this year? I don't know. Hard to tell. Yes. Okay. Fonzie, go ahead now. Uh, thank you very much, sir, John. Fonzie, go ahead with your thoughts now. Um, besides the injury, they're going to lose the best player. Mm-hmm. Um. But how they did last year, they won the title division. Um, uh, Yeah, they play Penn State on my birthday. Uh Um, September 7th, they play 11 o'clock. Yep. That's a breakfast morning. <laughs> yeah. That's breakfast morning right there. Yes. Um, and before we hold on, before you continue on, folks, we yeah. can tell you that tonight, however, on Table for Three at an Applebee's restaurant near you, check out the latest Table for Three as we will have the War Goddess, the Monster Among Men, and Little Miss Bliss all sitting down and talking over ribs, wings, shrimp maybe, and uh, possibly a big steak. Yes, folks, Table <laughs> for Three on the network tonight will be having Ember Moon, Braun Strowman, and Alexa Bliss on the WWE Network. <laughs> well, they're going to talk about steak and... Go on, J.D. <laughs> yeah, but they're, uh, they're going to be at Applebee's. I think she's been going. <laughs> Applebee's. Jeez. Applebee's. We're not sure where, but at an Applebee's restaurant, we understand. <laughs> um, well, J.D., I'm going to say they're going to have a hard time with Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech. Uh-huh. Uh, nothing's easy in ACC. Uh-uh. I'm just going to play. I'm just going to say by ear, if they have a good season, which they should, they got uh-huh. besides their conference, um, I think they'll get a repeat of the division if if they stay healthy and you know play good. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. they could probably finish eight and four or nine and three. Possible, it's possible. I said seven yeah. and five because I mean I'm looking at that schedule like you just said. I mean you got Miami on the road, Carolina. Yeah, that's another one. Yes, that's another one. Carolina's always a bugaboo. 
I mean, whether it be in Chapel yeah. Hill or here. Uh, they should beat Georgia Tech. They should should start out the season 4-1. and one. The only game I see is a hiccup maybe early in the year. could be that Virginia opener. But they should beat Ohio U. Uh, I think they can beat Penn State this year. I really do. UCF's going to be tough, though, no question about it, the following week. And then Delaware at the end of September, they should really handle them. They should be at least 4-0, and or at least maybe, at best, 3-2 and to start the year. But I think once October hits, when they play Syracuse, Miami, G-Tech, that's going to be the real test. I think that's going to be the real test yeah. for the UC squad. We'll see. But like I said, folks, yep. football season is just around the corner. We're going to see what happens, folks. Our time will only tell how, so we will have to wait and see. So, uh, right now I'm watching Stephanie being sacrificed by The Undertaker right now. Yeah. As Paul Bear, I remember that one, The Undertaker's Dark Wedding, as they call it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, right. I was watching the ministry when when Austin uh, saved Stephanie from the white and Vince said thank you for saving Stephanie from the Undertaker. And you had that mean look across the Thank you. Good job. Yeah. It's okay. And you can tell Austin's not like like you son of a bitch. <laughs> I think we all remember that quite well. John, I know you remember that quite well. Yes, I do. And like I said, folks, uh, we have we are going to have a lot more coming up, however, believe it or not, on the network. However, uh, let's see here. Uh, some other news to report. However, we were going to thought we were expecting here uh, at some point. Like I said, huh? Uh, hold on a second, real quick here. Um, let's see if we're going to be hearing from anyone else today. Uh, I thought we were going to. Well, I think we are now. I think that could be only one thing, JD. I think you're right, Fonzie. And it could mean only one thing. Yes, folks, we know what that means. It's obvious, Howard. Yes, folks, Howard, he is the Highlander King, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us live from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, who will talk also about one of the brand new shows that has graced our presence as of yesterday on the radio network, and we'll talk more about that as well as what we got planned for this week. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us live from Horseman Country himself, Cam Newton's favorite person and Ric Flair's favorite uh, beer-swinging partner, ladies and gentlemen, and also, let's just say, whiskey partner, ladies and gentlemen. He is hell-bent and then some, ladies and gentlemen. Let us welcome him in, ladies and gentlemen. After uh, his brief excursion at the island of beautiful women and men, let us welcome him in now, Mr. WCW himself, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. And Chad, we can welcome to you. Look at the size of my dick. <laughs> That's only fitting. There you go. But yes, Chad, we welcome you to episode 202 yeah. this afternoon. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> yes. Sorry, I had to get that out of my system. <laughs> uh, you may proceed. <laughs> yes. And, of course, Chad, the big thing I was going to ask you, obviously, of course, first off, was, of course, the big takeover show and, of course, the big uh, last thing last night. 
involving Brock Lesnar losing the title. Sean said, or not Sean, John said that Paul <laughs> had, Sorry, John, I yeah. didn't do it there. But John did have something to say that Paul Heyman had quite a bit to say, however, as far as what happened last night on Twitter earlier today. However, believe it or not, however. So, uh, well, John, uh, let us, let's, before we hear your answer, John, uh, John, if you can find that again, we'll tell us what Paul Heyman said. So, please, John, go right ahead. Heyman said that Brock Lesnar gets no rematch. <laughs> so, Chad, My I know you have a lot to say. Yeah, do, we, do we believe it? answer is no. No, I don't. I don't. But uh, you have a lot to say as far as TakeOver and also what happened uh, last night at SummerSlam. So, Chad, I will let you have the floor on that as well as what we got coming up this week on the Radio Network, including one of our newest shows that made its debut in a brief, uh, let's just say, test yesterday. But we're going to continue to be watching this uh, new show very, very carefully. Oh, thank you very much, Sergey. Of course, this is, uh, as I said, of course, uh, Monday, August 12, 2019, 4.24 p.m., uh, 202, I do believe, of Raw Radio. Yes, it is 202. Yes, yes. Uh, first off, of course, as far as my opinions for TakeOver and SummerSlam go, uh, TakeOver pretty much blew it out of the water, as we all expected. Bar none, 100% dynamite. Yes. Uh, especially the very last match. Uh, of course, obviously, uh, Colin Gargano, I how they survived it, I don't know, and how Triple H got away with it almost. I mean, uh, I'm unbelievable. So, excuse me. <clears throat> Pardon me. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> I think it pretty much, I think it pretty much steamrolled SummerSlam, in my opinion. Because uh, obviously a lot of surprises took place here with, uh, of course, first off, of course, John, I thank you for, of course, announcing, uh, giving us word yesterday that they just added two matches on to the to the event about about an hour or so or a little bit longer than that before SummerSlam. Uh, <clears throat> but of course it was a benefit from for all of us, for all those who took part in the prediction title challenge because everybody got an extra two points. So since since uh, apparently uh <clears throat> Since, of course, uh, like I said, uh, we didn't have any time to really hear everybody's predictions and thoughts on this, I just say, you know what, let's give all six folks two points to start off. Let's be fair about it. So that's what we did. Um, of course, what blew my mind, obviously, uh, obviously, of course, Rollins defeating Lesnar. I think that was the only title change at SummerSlam, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was the only I believe one. that's right. Yes, I believe that's right. Yeah. So... Uh, but, but, but uh, of course, like I said, what John just played about uh, Heyman saying Brock's not going to get a rematch, uh, I think Brock is probably going to end up probably giving Heyman an F5 maybe later. I don't know. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he did. So, um, and, of course, it may be just this way of trying maybe to separate himself from Brock. I don't know. But we'll have to wait and see what all happens. But otherwise, uh you know, I've got to. I've got to also uh, give give kudos here. I did hear that uh, um, that I did hear that Kofi Kingston, you know, really kind of just laid it down on Randy Orton big time. And I even heard that this thing's not over with between Kofi and RKO. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, I heard some rumor. 
I heard some rumor that they maybe they maybe plan to turn Kofi heel. Hmm, now, I'll be crazy, but I mean I don't know if we have to try to confirm that. But I've heard a rumor flying around that Kofi Kingston they may be turning him heel with this thing going on with him and Orton. But I mean, who knows what would go on with that? Uh, but overall, I mean, SummerSlam, I mean, it was a lot better than what, than what a lot of people thought it was. I think one, a great moment was the fact of seeing Edge, of course, spear Elias. I didn't think Edge was going to be able to do that ever again. But apparently yeah. he did. Apparently it didn't seem to phase him a little bit. Um, of course, being the big-time crowd there, of course, in Toronto. Uh, I also kind of felt, too, I heard a lot of talk about this uh, during the uh, – during the uh, uh, during the whole thing, that uh, they kind of really uh, walked over, they kind of really kind of walked over Trish in that match with Charlotte. Uh, I mean, right there, happening in her hometown like that. You know, she would probably would have loved to have gone out with a bang, in my personal opinion. But instead, and in, in fact, Charlotte was the one. And pardon the pun, but Charlotte was the one that did the banging. Ooh, okay, that's. <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, but, uh, of course, of course, just like with Goldberg and Brock in Survivor Series three years ago, uh, of course, Goldberg made quick work off, and, of course, it probably didn't leave a whole lot left for the Miz to probably take down tonight. So um, that was not even a two-minute match. Uh, obviously, uh, like I said, it was a lot better than what people thought it was. I mean, J.D. may still probably refer to it as Summer Summer, uh, summer yeah. scam, I mean, I, or I may I may upgrade a little bit and say summer spam. Maybe I don't know, but summer spam kind of meaty. <clears throat> okay, anyway, that was a bad pun. Sorry. Anyway, I also just want to give a quick out, shout out here, right fast, and I'm gonna try to run through everything here really, really quickly. Um, <clears throat> the uh, as far as the prediction title challenges go for take versus off a takeover Toronto. J.D., John, Fonzie, and Danny all tied uh, with two points, while Bobby only got one. Uh, John, we did get J.D.'s and Fonzie's pick for belts, uh, so we have three belts left. Let me go, at the, go to you, sir, right fast and find out which one of these three you would like to go after. Would it be the Extreme Catch, the Trinity, or the Under-23 title? I'm going to go with the Extreme. The Extreme Catch? Okay. Yes, All right, so sir. John is your WWUS Extreme Catch Champion. Okay, there you go. So now we'll get from Danny and Bobby, I mean, whichever one I get to first, uh, whoever I get to first, the last person will end up getting that belt. Uh, also, of course, as far as the, um, as, as also as far as the uh, prediction title challenge goes for SummerSlam. Let's uh, uh, I will go. I'll, I will go ahead and give you the official results here for the prediction title challenge for it. Danny came up with ten, correct, followed by Fonzie and Bobby tied for second with nine, and JD, John, and Ann tied for third with eight. So it was close. I don't know how Very much more close you could get. So, so Fonzie, my man, hey, you did tremendously. And uh, I did get the message from Ann about what belt you want, Fonzie. I've already noted that here as well. Fonzie has picked up the SMWS Beat the Champ Championship. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, like I said, of course, it now goes down to Danny and Bobby. I'll get their picks for the remaining two belts. 
which is the Interpromotional Championship and the Up Up Down Down Championship, which made is going to make his debut here. So, just to give you a heads up on that. Also, don't forget, um, don't forget here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here to, uh, coming up this week here in the Radio Network. Of course, in addition to, of course, uh, Wrestling Revisited tomorrow night at, at 7, 139926 pound. Also, Outside the Ropes this Wednesday night, <clears throat> um, uh, 141387 pound at 630. Wrestling Debate, of course, Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, one, uh, 139925 pound. And, of course, Power Hour this Saturday, of course, at 6 o'clock, uh, <clears throat> right here on TalkShoe, 141364-pound. Uh, Revolution is going to be like this, and of course, uh, I will go ahead and tell you that I did not get an op- I did not, uh, unfortunately, get to uh, bring up as far as, of course, our uh, where our live video feeds are going to go. But I will go. I will go ahead and, um, based on, of course, some past uh, some past picks here for past uh, groups that we've done the the uh, videos on, I will go ahead and throw these out here to you. Uh, Tomorrow night on Revolution, our live video feed will be from, let's see here, uh, yes, it will be from, uh, once again, WWS Fan Empire. Of course, we'll talk about Raw, and we will, and, and what we're going to do here, ladies and gentlemen, with, of course, with, of course, SummerSlam and TakeOver, to talk about here, what we're going to do is pure and simple. We're going to talk about tomorrow night, in addition to, of course, the results for tonight's Monday Night Raw. We are also going to talk about half of the matches for SummerSlam, so be sure to listen in on that. Our live video feed from that, by the way, will be from Impact US Six-Sided Madness, so be sure to watch the video out for that. Also, Wednesday's edition of Revolution, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, of course, we'll talk about what will happen tomorrow night with SmackDown, plus also we'll talk about the other half of what happened at SummerSlam. Uh, and also, of course, this Thursday on Wolfpack here, folks, very special treat in addition to our news of history and birthdays. We will talk about the matches that took place at TakeOver this past Saturday. So, that, so we'll have something there. Of course, Wolfpack's uh, live video feed this week will be coming from, let me see, will be from uh, 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 NWA US Built on Tradition. And of course, Friday's edition of Revolution, our live video feed will be coming from WWS Legacy. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and be making that note, those notes right now. And also, ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know here, um, this past Saturday night edition of Power Hour, of course, was the longest Power Hour that we've ever had. Normally, like I said, as you know, this show only lasts one hour, but we went a full, and I do mean full, uh, I believe it was four hours and four minutes Saturday night. Uh, so we started at six and we ended it a little bit about after ten, ten thirty, something like that. So it was about the, it was about a little more, about a little more than four hours. So it was very, very unique there indeed, there, folks. So and of course we'll be back on with our regular routine, of course, at starting at six o'clock, uh, six o'clock, of course, <clears throat> with Power Hour here as well. Um, so be sure to check that out here as well. This Friday, of course, on Revolution, do not forget, we'll get to hear, hopefully we'll get to hear from the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and also Danny from Oak Park. And also, Fonzie will be in the bathroom, by the way. <laughs> no, I'm picking Fonzie, I'm picking. Uh, anyway, uh, <clears throat> I say that to break the ice, by the way. Sorry, J.D., I got to see your thunder. Break okay. the ice. Okay. okay, I just broke the ice. 
Also, ladies and gentlemen, as, as JD did mention, of course, we did debut, of course, our, one of our brand new shows uh, this past, uh, actually, yesterday morning, as a matter of fact. Of course, that group, that show is called WWS This Morning, as, of course, I did recap what took place Saturday night at TakeOver, and, of course, did a preview of what was going to take place and what eventually took place, of course, at SummerSlam. And also, of course, I added a few little wrestling news to the group there as well, which was very, very unique. So be sure to listen in on that. Of course, we'll be doing another one here really soon. Um, it may be probably maybe this week. It might be Saturday morning or Sunday morning again. I'm not sure yet, but we'll, do, we'll be doing another one here soon. But the call ID for this, of course, is 805-8613. I'll repeat that. 805-8613 is the caller ID number for our new show. Thank you very much. WWS this morning, of course, be sure to listen in on that, which, of course, I did actually use an, an interesting piece of music for the opening and uh, closing theme. And if you all didn't recognize it, I'll tell you what that is a little bit later on. Uh, in the meantime here, folks, uh, just a quick plug here. I will mention, of course, don't forget, once again, perpetual uniquity, Internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual, uh, ebay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity, P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. Still over 230 items, of course, for sale there. Be sure to check that out here today. And also, folks, do not forget our, our of course, our Facebook uh, group, of course, Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD Sales Variety, where, of course, our big special going on right now between now and the end of the year, all DVDs and Blu-rays listed, regardless of how many discs regardless of a single or multiple disc sets, are worth $1. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot ask for a much better deal than that. And, of course, don't take it from me. Take it from our first customer right here, the Ice Manager D. Geralmo, which I hope by now he has gotten that stuff. Uh, did, did I checked today the, the, the post office, the mailbox. I checked the mailbox today. Uh, no such yet, not yet. But I'm sure I will get it tomorrow, this week, sometime. I'll keep you informed. Okay, well, they said possibly tomorrow, but like I said, if you don't hear anything, if you anything that's fine, but that's just as long as you um, um, continue to check that out there as well. But uh, take it, like I said, from JD, of course, like I said, excellent selections here indeed. And, of course, they would not be posted if there was a problem with any of the discs. All of them checked out personally by me, my personal assurance, and my personal guarantee of that. So remember, a Bulldog DVD sales and variety, you take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy their favorite selection here indeed. So ladies and gentlemen, this is here. Be sure to check out all of our shows of the past. Of course, all of our shows this week here in the radio network. <clears throat> and of course, we'll have some big time wrestling discussions here as far as, of course, uh, as far as Raw, SmackDown is concerned. And also, of course, uh, between tomorrow and Wednesday with SummerSlam and Thursday with TakeOver. So be sure to listen in on that here as well. Let's turn things back over here to, uh, to the man who actually left his G-string back on the island of beautiful men. Uh, the Iceman, Jared DiGiorno. <laughs> yes, indeed, and we are winding things up here shortly, ladies and gentlemen. Howard, thank you very much, Shannon. Indeed, however, we will be looking forward to also looking forward to that very new show, special new show that will be coming on, of course, this week, later this week, Howard, WCW, this morning, Howard, the brand new show of the Media Network. But tomorrow night, of course, we will have a lot to talk about on Revisited, as well as Wrestling, uh, let's just say, however, revolution, including the outcome of uh, TakeOver and, of course, NXT, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we will talk about, sorry, NXT TakeOver and also Monday Night Raw. 
Uh, Chad, before we let you go real quick, however, we'll get your thoughts real quickly, however, about a couple other things. One, the story about Johnny Gargano making his way to the main roster. Your thoughts about that, number one. And I know you're kind of a rehearsal and press for time, so we're going to get your early ratings in, however, since you have to go eventually shortly. And then we'll go to John, Fonzie, and myself. We'll call it a day here. Uh, your thoughts about what we're going to see tonight, however, on Monday Night Raw. Already two matches have been enlisted, however. The tag match, of course, as well as... Uh, the Roman, uh, the uh, Miz match with Dolph Ziggler, and now we're seeing two more matches have been added: Cedric Alexander versus Drew McIntyre, and a two out of three falls match with Andrea Cianalmas versus Rey Mysterio. So please give us your thoughts on these two stories. Well, after matches, Sam and all that. Uh, uh, of course, also it's not going to be a surprise if Rollins does not make an appearance, but of course, obviously, you know, he'll be beaten, he'll be battered, and he'll be bruised. I'm sure. Excuse me. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, anyway, thank you. Um, yeah, man, I tell you what, man, I sneeze uh, I best sneeze my brain out. That's bad. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I would say, first of all, I'd say the main event is going to be a good toss up here. Of course, I've, I've heard the tag title match. Of course, now Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus uh, the Kabuki Warriors, I believe, is what is what was announced, I believe. Due to, of course, their victory at SummerSlam. Uh, I'm trying to toss between them and the Miz and Ziggler because both of them have been hyped up too much. I got to say the women's tag team title match is the main event. All right. I mean, that seems academic to me. Because, I mean, the women deserve, deserve a little bit more, you know, airtime as far as the main event status goes, in my personal opinion. Uh, and also, as far as, as far as ratings, Coming off of SummerSlam, you would expect a pretty good, uh, come off a big pay-per-view like SummerSlam, I should say. Kind of like what we said about WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, and all that. Um, you expect a big rating. I'm going to edge it just a little bit because I, mean, I don't think it's going to really push that much unless they have something unique. If something unique happens and all, and it kind of boosts a little bit of morale on Raw. i got to say a 2.1. One okay, interesting. and that's pushing and then, it a little bit. One, my personal opinion. Uh, and also, about you said about Gargano, yeah, I heard about that story there as well. Uh, it's about it's well deserved, you know, being another fresh face. Um, I can't wait to see what he does. You know, I mean, he can compete with the best of them. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised that guys like AJ or Ricochet or or possibly Rollins, or possibly, um, I mean, there's a list of guys that he can go after. I mean, I mean no, no doubt about it. Some of these, I'm sure, guys he's already familiar with. Um, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see how he does. And um, But I hope, like I said, and just like we hear you say all the time, J.D., of course, it's just hope they just don't, they hope they use him and not abuse him. Not right, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I was thinking that too, yep, yep, you still, yeah, exactly. using the words I was thinking too, yep, very good point indeed. Well, we'll see, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting night in Toronto, we will be in Toronto two more nights, and then we head out to the Midwest again, St. Paul, and of course Sioux Falls next week, then we head down to Bourbon Street and Baton Rouge to Cajun Country, then we swing back up to John's neck of the woods, near there in Baltimore and Norfolk, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, the very first week of August. I almost said August. September, I should say, folks. So it's, it's going to be very, very interesting, to say the least. 
Well, on that note, we're going to let Chad go, however, since Chad is in quite a bit of a hurry. However, we do want to thank him for coming on the line. As always, of course, we will be talking with him again later in the week, however, and again tomorrow night. It's going to be a... Sorry about the noise there, folks. I'm just trying to turn that down a little bit. There you go. Uh, but we will be hearing from him again relatively shortly here in the next, later this week, so we thank him as always, however, and we will talk to him later this uh, week. So, Chad, thank you very much. Gentlemen, thank you all very much. Uh, uh, J.D., John, Fonzie, enjoy your evening, enjoy Raw, and can't wait to talk to you a little bit more about it as we go. A little bit more insight, ladies and gentlemen, of course, this week on SummerSlam and TakeOver, as well as, of course, the aftermath of, of course, Raw and SmackDown. So be sure to listen, check out everything here. Of course, that is, in fact, indeed, WCWS. Gentlemen, take care. We'll talk about you here tomorrow night. All right. All right, yeah. All right, Mr. W. Seven now leaving us, Chad Hinshaw. Yeah. So we thank him for coming on as always. We now go to, uh, of course, up next, Tara, the other member of the. Uh, let's just hey, uh, who just sneezed there? Bless me. That was me. Oh, that was you. I didn't know it was you. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I'm sorry. I, thought, I thought that was. Uh, okay, that wasn't uh, John. Okay, so well, anyway, we're going to turn it over to John next, Tara. And uh, before we do, uh, real quick, we want to remind you, and John will remind you, of course, about, uh, let's get John's rating prediction real quick, and then John will tell us about one last thing, however, that he will plug very quickly once again. So, John, please go right ahead with your raw rating prediction, and then tell us again one more time what to expect later this evening. Go ahead. John, are you there? And I will say that after before I do my raw review. What's that? My uh, 11 p.m. I'll do that first before yeah, I do my raw review. Yeah, go ahead, please do. Go ahead. Okay. Now before I get on to it, folks, I want to remind everyone at Facebook Live 11 p.m. You know, you know what time it will be. It'll be NXT Takeover SummerSlam. SummerSlam Talk, and also Raw Talk as well. And don't forget to join me, Tori, Joe, Eddie, Danny, all the others. And uh, also for my Raw review, it'll be Andrade versus Ray in a two-out, three-falls match. And I think they'll go up from the SummerSlam, from the SummerSlam fever they had. And I say 1.9. Okay, and what is your main event prediction again? On Jotted versus Ray. The two out of three falls match. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, John, we will be looking forward to seeing your video as always. As we do every Monday, we will talk to you again tomorrow night. Enjoy, Ron. I'll be in touch with you throughout the evening. Okay. To quote Mick Foley, have a nice day. Yes, indeed. You too, John. Thank (laughs) you very much. The human superstar now. Now leaving us, Howard, as always, so he is now gone. It is now Fonzie myself. We're down to the last two. We thought we were going to hear a couple uh, calls, say, from one of our callers, Mike and Tony, but unfortunately they did not call us, but we hope to hear from them next week. Uh, as we said, we should have a great show lined up for you, of course, ladies and gentlemen, later on this week, as uh, Mr. W. did say, Howard. And that being said, we'll definitely keep it on it. Uh, one thing I will say, Howard, earlier today, Howard, before I got on the air, with these guys, I did watch the WWE 24 special call, excuse me, special chronicle on Seth Rollins that was airing after the WWE Network, uh, that aired on the network, excuse me, after Takeover Saturday Night. They did have Becky <laughs> on the 
bless you, Fonzie. And that was Thank a detail you. from the last Woo. few weeks. Of course, we know what happened last week in Pittsburgh. So, folks, uh, things are getting very interesting to say the least, Howard, like we said, Howard. I mean, we're less than a couple weeks away from uh, school starting again and school officially beginning. Let's just say for some people, people going back to school, of course. Football season just around the corner of high school, college, and pro. Of course, high school is beginning practices today. College has already begun mm-hmm. their practices. The NFL preseason is well underway, of course. The series will be back in action this Saturday against the chefs of Kansas City and Pat Mahomes. That will be a big test for them, no doubt. So we will definitely be looking forward to that. Um, as far as, like I said, Raw goes, uh, I think it's going to be an interesting show. I will say this. Uh, I think they'll go up to 1-9 as well. I think the main event, in my opinion, is going to be the 2 out of 3 falls match as well. But they're going to probably screw it up anyway, so I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm going to go out on a limb. I'll say it here and now. I do think the 2 out of 3 falls match with Andrea and uh, Ray Jr. needs to close the show. I do think, like Chad said, Howard Brock, and maybe uh, Rollins, despite being banged up and hurt, will start the show. I will say this. I think he will start the show. But don't be surprised if Brock and Heyman just show up as well and all holy war, chaos, and hell breaks loose here in Toronto. But we'll see. We're going to have to wait and see. Uh, Fonzie, you have the final word of today, Howard, so by all means, go with us your rating and prediction for tonight, Howard, and then I will plug one more thing before we call it a day here. All righty. Well, you took the ro- words out of my mouth, J.D. You know they're going to screw this up again. But... Yes. No, not really. If they were smart, maybe, yeah, I would have liked to see Rey Mysterio and and Andrea close it out at two out of three. But why, why, yeah, why don't the girls close it out? Mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, the champions versus um, the Kabuki Warriors, the Page. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that to close it out. The ladies' tag team to close it yeah. out, the show. But, and if I like the other way too, but um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with 1-8. Mm-hmm. And um, the hometown of Edge who came out last night, you're going to see Elias crying to, uh, you know, crying. So the edge will come and. I'll be right know, back. This, Hold on, that's tough. Disrupt, yeah. Okay, I'm back. Sorry, go ahead. Please continue now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this will be the funniest if Edge comes to interrupt Elias and, yeah, and disrupts his performance. 
I think so, you're going to see Elias. I think you're going to see Elias and Edge and Class of Champions. Okay, so what is your main event tonight? Main event, I'm going to say the ladies. Yep. But they're going to screw that up. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with the ladies. I'm going to go with the ladies tag team champions to close it out. Yeah. I like to see that. All right. And what is your number? One eight. One eight as well. Okay. So there you go, folks. Our thoughts, however, ladies and gentlemen, as far as the uh, shows go, I do want to thank Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, along with, of course, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. I also want to thank uh, the Human Suplex Machine as well. Don't forget, of course, the uh, 11 o'clock channel. We'll have a lot to talk about about Raw, TakeOver, and SummerSlam, if you will, tonight on FacebookLive.com on his video uh, podcast, if you will. I will be on the Chris Peeps show, ladies and gentlemen, with our good friend Danny from Oak Park. Chris Peeps himself, along with his friends Shamir, Arcane, the Woken Jay Cutson, uh, as I said, Danny from Oak Park, of course, the Rouse Making El Patel, the Germinator, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, Kelly Matthews, TJ Banks, and the rest of the merry old men and women of the Peeps Nation. That's Peeps with a Z Nation. Next week, folks, how we're going to have more to talk about as we get you set up for Clash of the Champions, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we will talk a little bit more about uh, maybe some other uh, things going on in the world, however outside of wrestling next week, including possibly maybe some other news, however, uh, maybe non-wrestling related, but you never know. We might have a surprise for you or two up our sleeve. And, folks, I do want to thank the Heartbreak Kid for leaving, uh, now leaving us, however. We do appreciate him coming on the air. So, folks, there you go. Uh, we're going to take you out now about five minutes early. I do want to thank all of you for joining us here at Episode 202. Don't forget Episode 203 a week from today as we will be talking more action from ringside. So, guys, enjoy Raw, as we said tonight. Enjoy SmackDown tomorrow night. Enjoy the rest of SummerSlam weekend, ladies and gentlemen, from the Great White North here in Toronto, ladies and gentlemen. We will talk to you again, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we will be hearing from you, of course, later this week as well. So, for the Human Suplex Machine, for the Heartbreak Kid, and for Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside here at the Scotiabank Center, ladies and gentlemen, saying good night now, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just a minute. We'll be right back. And, folks, before we wrap it up here, I was just talking about one of our good friends, the Rouse Nick and Al Patel. We will be hearing from him in just a moment here, ladies and gentlemen, before we close up shop here. Uh, real quick, however, like I said, uh, we'll be hearing from him, of course, at some point later this week, of course, hopefully on the Wrestling Debate Show, however, uh, mind you. But uh, we're going to try to get on with him very quickly here. He's going to try to get on with us for a couple minutes here to close out episode 202 here as we are winding down the st- show here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we will be hearing from him here, ladies and gentlemen, in just a few moments, so please bear with us. Uh, that being said, we will let you know uh, what he has to say. And, in fact, here comes an L right now, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. 
And if now, if you just want to, if you want to hit your uh, thing there, my friend, uh, we'll get your uh, thoughts real quick about Raw. However, uh, oh, here you go. There we go. Okay, and now is now joining us here. So, folks, uh, just in time, and now we Fonzie, John, and Chad left. How they gave their thoughts? How uh, we already okay. announced two matches for tonight. How I talked about those two matches already with you earlier today: the women's match and, of course, the Miz and Ziggler. There have been two more matches now added. It will be a two out of three falls match on today at Cien Almas with Selena Vega versus Ray Jr. again, and it's going to be also, believe it or not. Cedric Alexander versus Drew McIntyre. So uh, give us your rating and prediction for the tonight's show. Well, based on like the matches, yeah, it, it looks like you were breaking out. What'd you say? I was saying, I was saying the, I was saying it doesn't look like a good show by the look of things tonight. Yes. Yes. And real quick, how? So, so I might. Good. So I might. So so I'll give it like a. So I'll give it like a one seven. I'll give it a one. All right. All right, a one seven. And what is your main event prediction? Ah, let's see. Well, well, you're saying yeah, Brock might not come to Raw anytime soon because he's he's gonna, he might chase for something else. Ah. Uh, well, Paul Heyman tweeted out to... earlier today. But Paul okay. even tweeted out earlier today our, an interesting statement, our, and he said the following. He is not happy that Brock is not going to get a rematch. In fact, he said this today. My client, hashtag Brock Lesnar, and I have been appeased, apprised that no rematch will be guaranteed against Seth Rollins. We find this decision to be arbitrary and patiently unfair. Mm. And then on table for three, yeah, so, mm-hmm. at an Applebee's, we've got Alexa, Braun, and Ember Moon tonight. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So. So as far as main event goes, let's see. Uh. Yeah. Seth. Yeah, Seth. Seth is battered up. So he. So I know he won't. He won't issue a challenge. Uh. Uh. Tonight. He would be dumb if he did that. Um. Let's see. Maybe. Ooh. This is a hard one. Uh. Oof. Yeah. Uh. Well. Yep. Natty lost. Uh, Natty lost to. Um. Uh, yeah, now Natty lost last night uh, to Becky, so maybe maybe they continue Natty versus Becky now. I mean, or if Becky gets another opponent, but I, but I say Becky versus Nat, Natty non-title. Yeah, I say Becky versus Natty non-title. That's what I'll give it. Okay, that's main event. All right. Yeah. All right, good choice. And uh, what do you, speaking of Natty and Becky, real quick, however, we got a few more minutes here, a couple more minutes here. I think we might go past five here. We just might. Uh, what were your thoughts about TakeOver and SummerSlam in general? Uh, the TakeOver, I didn't, I didn't really uh, really watch, but I saw, like, the the uh, results. So, um, so, yeah, the Adam Cole and Gargano, it was, uh, like you said, I think uh, a 15-minute match, roughly. So, that was pretty good. It, it went that long. Um, it was, like, uh, yeah, two out of three falls, right? Yeah, two out of three falls. Yeah, so that was that was great. I mean, even though Adam Cole, you know, and Gargano, um, what was it? Jumped off the cage into the table, right? Is that was the spot. Yeah. Jumped off the cage uh, and crashed to the table. Is that was that the spot, or what? What did they do again? Yeah, it was it was pretty wild. Yeah, they went right through the table. I mean, off the cage and through a table. Yeah. Right. And right. I did, right. 
And I did mention, of course, coming up on the network tonight, uh, you're going to laugh at this. We've got Ember Moon, Alexa, and Braun at an Applebee's sitting and talking, believe it or not. But also tonight, Stone Cold Steve Austin debuts with his new show, believe it or not, straight up with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And in fact, Austin will yeah. be on the show tonight, we understand. That should be very interesting. Uh, overall, oh. how let's get your thoughts about uh, SummerSlam. What were your thoughts about that? Uh, yeah, it was, it was lackluster. I mean, so... Uh, so you had Nadia lose uh, her match against Becky, which was crazy in Toronto, and then you have another uh, Toronto native, you know, uh, Trish lose to Charlotte. So not mm-hmm. only Nadia got screwed, but, she, but uh, Trish did too. So that was that was kind of heartbreaking uh, to see them lose. Um, yep. It's good to see Edge back. So Edge, Edge is, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Canadian as well. Edge was awesome to see. Uh, see a spear, uh, see him spear Elias. That was a, that was a treat to see, treat to see right there. Yep. I would agree. And real quick, before mm. we let you go, if you want to stand line real quick after the show, I was going to, uh, there's another thing I okay. want to tell you. Real quick, uh, I just saw some baseball news. Apparently, we understand, believe it or not, however, that starting next year, however, in the 2020 season, they'll be starting the 26th, we, the, we, my hometown team will be playing your hometown team the first week of October, uh, September, or not September, late March. The Devil Rays and the Pirates mm. will start the baseball season on the 26th. The Pirates will open up their home season six days later against Cincinnati. But uh, we'll talk more about this later this week, Howard. Of course, now we want to thank the Rousnick and El Patel for his thoughts here as well. Coming in in the late hour, we thought we were going to hear from Tony and uh, Michael today from Pittsburgh. They did not give us a call, but we'll hopefully hear from them sometime next week. Folks, we hope you enjoyed Episode 202, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, of Raw Radio. We will talk to you again next week, Howard, with more action to discuss and get you started counting down the days into the Clash of the Champions. Will Raw live up to the hype? However, after a pretty good, somewhat decent two days, we're going to find out in the next two days if Raw Howard has something left in the tank heading into the middle of August. So, folks, we will talk to you again, ladies and gentlemen, next week, Howard, at the same time, same location. So, for the Rattlesnake, the Heartbreak Kid, the Human Suplex Machine, and Mr. WCW, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside, and we'll talk to you soon. And now, here's our closing theme of the day.
Have a good night, everyone. We'll talk to you soon.